You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. gotta be easy it gotta be easy it do i do i make this look easy like i said it's weird when i talk to y'all y'all went to school for this and stuff like that. i'm like dang y'all look at me y'all put me in that same bracket i'm like boy i came straight out of high school with this i came straight out the gym all my stuff viral all my stuff is viral videos y'all got real tapes it's crazy, right? All right. So, episode four. I was I was boosting myself up, y'all, because uh, your boy kind of um, been dealing with these allergies because Texas is the pollen capital of the world. And, uh, yeah, that's the reason we didn't have this out on time. Otherwise, we would have. Right now, I want to cough up a phlegm bomb, but I'm not. So, that's a great intro to episode four to remind y'all that I am a professional. It's episode four. It's your boy. The flu game. Uh, the flu. This is the flu game right here. So, this is Sean Millie, a.k.a. the mayor of Oak Cliff. It is no longer Josh appointed. It is known throughout the city. I'm trying to get it more known through the states. So, I eventually, even though Malik Wright did it first, I might have to smack a man in a wheelchair named Greg Abbott. Um, oh, aka Shaw 41, aka Shaw Navisky, aka. I'm trying to get as many uh Kobe's as Kobe, but I'll never have as many Kobe's as Kobe. Um, aka Benadryl is for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Take Benadryl unless you want a good nap. Don't take Benadryl. <laughs> Josh, do your thug thizzle, sir. All right, you know it's your boy uh, Josh, aka Smiles, aka the Hip Hop Adam Schefter, aka La Josh James, aka your boy is tired and my arms hurt from working out this past week. <laughs> Oh, you worked out this week. Man, my kettlebell just came in. Yeah, that my had me lifting them headways. He was like, hey, bro. He was like, you said you want to do the same workout as me. I'm going to have you doing the same weights. I was like, damn. What's funny is somebody going to probably ask, man, Shy, why you why you wait till the summer to work out? Oh, man, I do this. I have this timetable. Hmm? Hot boy summer. No, 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 no. I have this weird timeline that I go by called I do what I want when I want. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's kind of why. Because <laughs> I wanted to, 
yeah, that's that's usually the timeline I go on because I want to. So, you know, if y'all y'all encourage your boy, like I said, y'all gonna see me in the gym. You know, what I'm saying I just I just want to bring, I just want to bring the belly back. You know, what I'm saying in a nice shirt. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm still gonna have the belly out. I'm still gonna have the belly out. That, I've had this for like what over a decade. I ain't even get rid of the belly. I had a little gush hanging. I got it. They used to look even on wrestling. They nicknamed me Gut. He was like as big as he is, as swole as he is. That fool still has a gut. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, like your never, boy, uh, Ricky Rose. Nope. Just never made sense to people. They was like he works out hard. I've never seen him do a crunch before. I said I ain't never gonna do one. <laughs> I ain't never did a sit up. I ain't never done none of that. Go look. Women do it all the time. You're gonna like this gut. Anyway, <laughs> if you let yours hang, we're gonna be looking like we we praying it together. You feel me? That's the way it is that's the way it's gonna be. But uh nah man, like I said, this is my flu game because like allergies in Texas, I came back with a vengeance. I mean, they talking about new strains of uh COVID. Right, I'm like, damn, man, hey, man, it's like new, it's new strains of this, uh, these sinuses, boy. I say, I ain't never felt nothing like this, where it's messing with my uh throat, paws, and um, my nose. I'm like, golly, damn. But no, we're not gonna sit here this whole show and talk about how I have allergies and how <laughs> <laughs> and how they suck, but uh. So we're gonna start, we're gonna start to show off like this. All right, first off, we're gonna do a little, we're gonna do a little sport, we're gonna do sports talk off rip. And that's, that's because no. I have to plug, I have to plug something. First and foremost, the thing I have to plug is have you heard um me on my boy Ray Silva's South Texas Sports podcast? Yeah, yeah I checked it out the other day. That was real good. The fact that He's like, he starts it off like, "Hey, you know, y'all, y'all got the the big the big media, the big news, and all this. Nah, right here, this podcast right here that I do, we represent for my area. You know, what I'm saying we, we we do it right here in the in the Rio Grande Valley. You know what I'm saying we we doing yeah. it big right here. And then he came in and was like, so because of that, you know, we had to get somebody that's big." big out here doing things he was doing for the Rio Grande Valley uh Vipers and stuff you know he big time up there in Dallas I mean I think he worked with the the Mavericks and then you came in like oh no nah. you like I know I know I'm big time but I ain't that big time I'm just I ain't that big time. time but you know <laughs> but I, I I definitely thought the the episode was dope you, you you went into about talking about your your time with the Vipers I, I, I like that and you, you broke down different players and uh, all the stuff that how they transition to doing big things or big teams like you you named a couple guys that play for the Suns and all that but you know yeah I, I definitely enjoyed the episode uh what about you sir since you're the one that was on the episode um first off um I love working with the G League WNBA stuff coming soon believe that um but my main thing I loved about doing it was I never it's funny with me and Mass Nation, Mass Twitter, etc., Mass Social Media period. The things I said on there, I've never said on anywhere. 
you've probably never even heard me have say half the stuff I said on there. Yeah, hey, just from the conversation, I was like, oh, you 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 really went I there. went in. I went in. And the reason I went in is because at the end of the day, um, for people who pay attention in the Dallas area, the first thing after the playoffs was were over for the Mavericks, Don Don Nelson, Donnie Nelson, I'm sorry, went on the radio, 105 through the fan. And he didn't blame nobody else. He blamed Luca. This this precedes what I said. And I and I even kind of hinted at that in that episode. I said, watch, they're gonna blame everybody but who's really in who's really in charge. And that's exactly what they did. So they proved that, me that right. The great, the great and funny part of that though. <laughs> I sat there and caught look, I told you I went full shot numbers. I knew exactly what was gonna happen before it even happened. And they did it to the T. I knew they were going to blame everybody but the coach and the front office. <laughs> and those are the main people I pointed at for the reason things went the way they were. Um, I don't even think – yeah, I was fresh from L.A. too. That's another thing about that. And seeing how they played in Los Angeles and the rotations they made, even though some things were questionable, it was a way better game than what they were playing out here. And then they came back home, literally right after I recorded that, and stunk it up. And then they went to L.A. and lost again. And now uh, the Clippers are getting smacked by Utah, which I told everybody was going to happen. They was going to get cooked, and they got cooked two times already. Yeah, I was like, I saw a little bit of the last night's game, um, and I was just like, oh, damn. These niggas really is like losing, and I don't think they're gonna bounce back. Unlike the, they're uh, not. They look. The reason they beat the Dallas Mavericks in the first place is because of those rotations and them really bad calls. One bad call that still has a bad taste in my mouth was when Kawhi had that backcourt, and they said it wasn't a backcourt, even though he jumped all the way in the backcourt. If that was anybody else, moment they momentum, nothing. They would have said that was a backcourt. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. But if they could have played them, kept themselves playing in that game, in them games, they should have wrapped it up in six when they was here. But hey, like I said, it's a lot of stuff going on. Um, like I said, folks, folks on my phone. Giving me information that I can't share, but I'm just like, mm. I kind of figured something fishy was going on. And uh yeah, this episode, we're gonna plug out with that episode too. Shout out to Ray Silver once again. I can't wait to see those guys in South Texas come November. Uh, cause speaking of which, um, the NBA starting on time. NBA starting in October. Yeah. So, you know, will I be with a team covering the main NBA team? That is yet to be seen. Do I want to? I'm not in the right city to want to. But if I can correspond via, like, Zoom or I can just fly out to a certain city or two and do that, I will. But as of right now, no. Y'all going to get this G League and this WNBA work. (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, listen to me on Ray Silver. 
And back to what I was saying, the NBA schedule looks like it's going to be right on time. So right after this playoffs, it's going to be the last time we have like these COVID slash, you know, 2020-esque rules going on, especially because they they still have to compete in the Olympics. Yeah. So, that's what I, like. I think the Olympics this year is going to be real interesting. A lot of niggas going to turn turn it down. <laughs> a lot of people turned it down. Yeah, a lot of people turned it down already. Um, Right now. It's going to be some DNC list type. It's, it's not going to be nobody you know. <laughs> Let's put it that way. It, it's going to be guys I, I already told everybody. It's going to be guys I cover. So, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be guys that the big media people cover. It's going to be guys <laughs> I know. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm, I, this team is actually pretty good. Hey, t- Tim Harley <laughs> might actually get the call. Jalen Brown. And for real, I'm telling you, it's going to be some G Leaguers like Kenyon Martin Jr. Like, uh, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I told you, all my kids went over there. <laughs> all, my- <laughs> all, my, all, my, all my young young bulls went over there, man. Shout out to them. You know, I told you they hoopers. Dude, that, also, real quick. That's definitely one thing I, I didn't tell you when I talked about uh, listening to the episode. Like, again, I kind of touched on a little bit was how you broke down a lot of the guys that you play for. Like, yo, this young dude, this, like, he, he, do, he did this, he did this, and now he playing for this team doing this and this and this. Uh, or this dude, this thing, he, play, he doing this. Or, or he played for, like, the Memphis Hustle. He doing this, 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 this. And look at that. Or he's now on the bench for the Mavericks and not doing nothing. He ain't getting no play, no nothing. But – like this nigga doing like double doubles. This nigga had like oh so yeah. Uh, I this, I this nigga like MVP every... of the shit, but they on other teams and should have been on like the Mavericks and shit. Man, I defended. But you broke down all the players. Yeah. I defended every young man on the Dallas Mavericks who was sitting on that bench that whole playoff run. I defended all of them <laughs> because again, um, like I said, when you listen to the episode. I broke down stuff in a way I don't. I haven't even done this for my boy Bibbs and Reese on Mavs Outsiders. Right? But they say they said they're gonna save me for later on in the summer. They're gonna let me. They're gonna let me cool off first because I <laughs> want to go on a full sports media run and just expose the Mavericks for the <laughs> horrible organization that they are from top to bottom. I was about to go in. Ray Ray had to cut me off. If you look at Ray's stuff on Audible, that uh-huh. is the longest episode he has. Oh wow! <laughs> and it was still under an hour. And he and we la- and we actually talked afterwards. He said, "I know you could have kept going." I said, "Oh, I had a lot. I could have pulled out a full book on stuff um, when it comes to what's wrong with the Mavericks." <laughs> he's like, he's like, "Hey, hey, calm, calm down. Wait, wait. You t- too much fire. Too much fire. Too much fire." <laughs> that was probably look. I've done a lot of guest spots on a lot of podcasts, but Josh might agree with me. That might be the best guest spot I've ever done. Yeah, I was like the the way you you went in and it's like you kept it knowledgeable, but like you went in, but it wasn't like a oh. it was like, you like you kept oh, a calm I was about facts. it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nothing but facts in that. Everything like, I had was justified. You could pull up the numbers on this. Everything I said was accurate and to the point, but I was mad. I made sure that came across. <laughs> you're like, you know, we got like, you know, niggas who like getting like $168 million and scoring like eight points in a game and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? 
He was like, I ain't got to say no names. He was like, y'all already know who it is. Y'all already know who it is. 158 million. Uh, had a total of 16 points in the whole sh- had an average of 16 in the whole shebang. What's up? But the thing with that is, um, people get out to get mad at me because I don't fully blame that person. I blame the system that he played in. Yep. A lot of people get mad at me for that. This moment, why don't you just say he sucks? I said, because we don't know. He played the first year he played in the playoffs in the regular season, he was phenomenal. He was when he wasn't phenomenal, he was more, he was really good. This season, you know, of course he had an injury, but he kind of like he the whole role changed. So I said, we'll never know if he truly sucks because the first year he was good. Second year he was mediocre. That was as even he himself said, it's because the system changed. I couldn't play the way I wanted to. And he was frustrated just as well as the stars that they called the ball hog. Mm-hmm. I want to give I'm a, before I get into the playoffs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get this off on my own stuff. Um, like I said, it's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. They're turning this into um a business instead of a basketball team, and a lot of this stuff is getting kind of you know miscued. Hey, I'm not gonna go anymore because people give me this information. Once I kind of go into detail, they'll be like, You got me looking bad. I'm like, My bad. <laughs> so I said, it Just makes me mad when you know. It's just bad business going down. It's not really all the players that fought, but the first thing they did was blame a player. You blame the star, the one that puts the butts in the seats. If Luke, I tell everybody every day, if Luca said, I ain't coming back to Dallas, I'm with him. I'm helping him pack. <laughs> we getting out of here together, buddy. Come on. I'm going to cover you in whatever new city you in. How about that? <laughs> You and me, pal. <laughs> Shoot. Shine Luca. Like, I'm going to go get the car. I'm going to go pull it around, all right? I'm going I'm to I'm pull this. this is the, me, the dog, Hugo, his girl, everybody in the car. Mom, we all waiting. Come on. We, we moving to uh, L.A. <laughs> Can't wait. I love Los Angeles. <laughs> um, But not for the playoffs. Atlanta and Philly are one and one right now. Yep, that's how um, they play tonight. Yeah, they play tonight. Well, um, you know what we got to do. They play, what's today's date? Oh, yeah. June um, 11th. Yeah, June 11th. It's a Friday. So, Saturday, June 12th, y'all going to hear this episode. Yeah, so. so yeah, they tonight, play. One and one. They so, one and one. Um, I think Brooklyn, Brooklyn's leading. Brooklyn's leading Milwaukee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know how that's going to go. That's five. I get that five or six right there. As much as I love Giannis, as much as I love uh old cockeyed Chris Middleton, I can say it on my show. And look, it's not like he gonna hear it. <laughs> Hopefully, he don't go back in old episodes and be like, "Who call me cockeyed?" Well, you are, because you're shooting the ball, but like you're looking at your defender at the same time. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> makes it makes me uncomfortable sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, like when so Chris Middleton, so yeah, two niggas scored 68 out of the 70 something points, and the rest of the team only scores 14 points. That's like, yeah, that can't happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Milwaukee ain't built for this Brooklyn team, or the fact that the first game it was these, it was 
four minutes left in the second quarter, and Giannis had four points, and Chris Milton had zero points during the first I'm saying, Bruh, I'm telling you. I was like, it's four minutes left in the second quarter? Who, this nigga has look, four points, and Chris Milton has zero? I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> let me tell you something. Drew Holiday stepped up in that one that they won. That's what happened. Drew Holiday stepped up in that game. Shout out mm-hmm. to Drew Holiday. Wish you were Maverick because you the type of cat that I done seen do something really good in the uh, Southwest Division, a la the uh, Pelicans. Wish you were here, Bucko, because we definitely needed somebody of your caliber to beat the Clippers. Um, but, nah, what I told you about this Brooklyn squad, especially when they got uh, Mike James. I told you about this Brooklyn squad. I said – and then yeah, and, and then I've been watching that that, that young dude. You tell me the, what the, the blonde dress. Ever since you told me about him, I was like, I've been watching him every game. Like, oh, there you go, there you go. Yo, <laughs> young boy, I told you, I said that's my young boy right there. Uh, Joe, man, Joe still can shoot the ball from the perimeter. Like I said, Mike James is a dog. Then they got three of the greatest uh, offensive players in the league, and they don't even need all three of them. I One think, is like, just oh, on the sideline cooking, like just, they just waiting for me for the for the uh the, the uh, east the uh, western eastern. Yeah, they wait for the ECF. I mean, they can they can hold James until the finals. Mm-hmm. They gonna cook. I'm gonna tell you, they gonna cook everybody. But you know, on to the west. Ha ha! I told y'all that the Jazz were gonna cook the Clippers because they shouldn't have got past us. But like I said earlier. There's some things going on in D-Town. Uh, once them get fixed, hopefully we can cook them suckers since they want to keep playing us in the playoffs. And then Denver is actually got a goose egg against Phoenix. Yeah, they play tonight also. And I am disgusted by that because I know I said for the Atlanta series that the offense is going to outdo the defense, but Phoenix is pretty much doing that to Denver. The mm-hmm. offense is out doing the defense, and I'm like, Ugh. just named MVP Joker. You just, I mean, come on, you Serbian knucklehead. What's going on? But hey, it's like I said. Um, so basically, let's if we went by with how everything's going now. Do I think the Suns could outshoot Utah? Yes. Do I think that Utah will ham up the Suns? It's a possibility. So, for everybody listening right now, they're going to be sitting there like, Sashad, what you trying to say? Can the Jazz, can the Jazz make it all the way to the finals? For the first time since what 1998? Oof. Was yes. Yes. I was eight. <laughs> I was eight. Um, so yeah, it's a possibility. Um, in my dream scenario, it would either be Phoenix or Denver in the final. I'm actually intrigued I, I, I want to see some some new blood, some 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 new focus. Uh actually. The funny thing is about this um, playoff run as it is, none of these teams have a championship. So wow. no matter what, this will be the first NBA championship for that franchise that makes it all the way to the end. 
Oh wow, that is crazy. That's that's a crazy stat. (laughs) That's a crazy stat. Once they want, like, it don't matter matter who who makes it. Somebody's gonna have their first championship. Check check me out. When uh, they knocked out the Knicks, when Atlanta knocked out the Knicks, when the Bucks knocked out Miami, and when the Mavericks went straight goofy. That's that's what knocked pretty much, and of course when Phoenix knocked out LA, um, and Boston with Brooklyn, yeah, that's what pretty they pretty much knocked out all the former champions. Wow, that is that is crazy. I didn't, I learned it. That is amazing. That it don't matter yeah. who makes it, somebody's gonna this get this. Is going first. to be their franchise's first NBA championship, regardless of who wins. Yeah, that's amazing. I like that. Only thing like that, that would suck for me. As a fan of all these teams, okay, I'm gonna run it down the eight teams that are left. Philly, dang, I just hope they give Iverson one. If they would have win it, he would deserve a ring. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, Nick and them couldn't get it done. Yeah, so he got hurt. You know, saying uh, even Jet when he was be- in there back in the day. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't get it done. Joe Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Paid that man, what, 100-something million. Yeah, that, that was that guy for years. That was they dude, franchise player, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Josh Smith, he out there. I think he overseas now. Oh, Josh Smith was my guy back in the day. Man, I I'm telling you. Uh, the Bucks. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar not only had to change his name, he had to cha- he had to go to the West Coast to do it. Mm-hmm. The big O, same thing. Couldn't get it done. Oscar, Oscar Robinson. So it's like, dang. Now the Nets, this is the one that break my heart for real. Kid, kid not only was the play, he was the coach of the team at one point. Um Richard Jefferson. Even though I got I got a bone to pick with him. But that's a that, that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Vince Carter, Kenyon Martin, you know what I'm saying? All, I mean, all them cats, them cats didn't oh, get it done, and they got it, and they made it all the way to the end, you know what I'm saying? They made it to the finals, yeah. Uh, but great memories of watching those games back in the days, man. Ran to, Kobe, ran, in, ran into my boy Kobe. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> ran to Mamba, whoopsie, had to look, he had to do it to you. Uh, we all know Utah, the reason they ain't got one. Uh, you went against the GOAT. What can you do? Uh, <laughs> the Clippers. Um, I remember uh, our favorite movie that we love bringing up on the show. There's literally a segment where we talked about loving basketball when it was still the Uncorum podcast. Um, favorite movie. I remember Kyler Pratt said that. The Clippers were the worst team in the NBA. And they were. Matter of fact, they still is. Did that mean that the Mavs are bad? Nah. But like it's like the old uh saying is only um a bad car only a bad carpenter blames his tools. I'm gonna keep it there. And like I said, I'm probably gonna be throwing shade at the Mavs also, um episode because I'm mad. But um <laughs> Yeah, the Clippers, they've been clipping for a very long time. Uh, Lamar, when he was not just Kobe's buddy, they didn't get it done. 
Uh, my boy Q Rich. Shout out to the Knuckleheads podcast. Darius Miles couldn't get it done. Uh, Denver. Mm, Mello couldn't get it done. I mean, Mello and them could have get done. Alex English. uh, Who else? The Kim Bay and them. It's just a lot of gets that just couldn't get it done. Phoenix, another victim of the Jordan era. <laughs> so, hey, they ain't got to run it. Look, the only guy who was, who could have ran over any of these dudes now is uh, Luca or LeBron. So, hey, <laughs> they out of the playoffs. So, guess what? Free range. The new goats are ain't in the playoffs. So. <laughs> yeah, y'all got it. <laughs> so yeah, this is gonna be the first franchise for no matter who wins. This is the first NBA championship. And then I just thought about with just looking at the teams that's like left. We're pretty much sure that the Brooklyn's gonna make it to the finals, but it's like their team is the only real team that's the the last of like the most recent super. Superstars is like yeah. all the rest of the team. They got the young, the young dudes that, that, that's going on a way to be superstars. So like the star, yeah, like um, like young bull Trey Young. Um, yep. Oh, everybody in the city's finally seeing the light. There was never no beef in my mind of um the trade between Luca and Trey. Hey, they got who they wanted. We got who we wanted. They Both guys are incredible. Doing their so, thing, they doing their thing. It's like, psh, what you talking about? Um, Luca got MVP votes. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? He was on the MVP ladder. Uh, excuse me for the past few months. You know what I mean? So, what are you mad at? <laughs> There's nothing to be mad at. Uh, yeah, Trey made it deep in the playoffs, but shot to uh, you know again, <laughs> shot to the Indiana Pacers, um, <laughs> who were always blaming the coach but not blaming anybody else. And Nate McMillan having the opportunity of coaching in the playoffs with these Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm looking at you, Mavericks, because you do the same thing. Blame the coach. <laughs> Try to blame the coach this time instead of blaming your star. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much what I got for the playoffs. Um, like I said, my picks. Uh, do I think Denver is going to pull this out? If Phoenix keeps shooting the way they're shooting, Nah, but I'm still picking Denver. Maybe maybe they'll surprise me and actually play both sides of the ball like they have been playing that made them, that put them in the playoffs in the first place. Uh, Clippers, uh, y'all keep clipping <laughs> and, and lose like y'all been losing. Um, I have no love for y'all. I love L.A., but I do not have love for the Los Angeles Clippers. Matter of fact, the Clipper fans don't have love for the Los Angeles Clippers. One of the things I wrote on social media, and I'm going to say it on here, the funniest thing I saw when I went to game, what was that, game five? Oh, yeah. And, you like, mm-hmm. and the thing I saw when I went to Staples Center was this. All right, you saw a lot. Of, okay, I know on TV they show you all the clip of fans, but let me show you what I saw, like, in the 200. I, I was sitting, like, in 205, um, which ain't a bad seat if you see my pictures. It wasn't a bad seat. But, um. From the two and the 300, when I looked all the way up and when I walked in the hallway, most people had Laker jerseys on. So guess what that told me? Clipper Nation is a lie. 
there's no such thing as Clipper Nation. <laughs> yeah, when you told me that, I was, I was like, man, I was like, that is crazy. All, all it's a figment man. of people's <laughs> imagination that there is a such thing as Clipper fans. I think the only Clipper fans I know that really exist is Clipper Daryl and Billy Crystal, and that's it. Those are the only two Clipper fans I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> I ain't yeah, never I heard of another Clipper fan. I can't really think of any other celebrities I know that really that go to a Clipper game on purpose. Yeah, I was like, on purpose. Yeah, Steve Ballmer because he got to be there because he owns the team. <laughs> he got to be there. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Brooklyn and Milwaukee, cakewalk. I'm not. Even, I'm not. I think everybody at this point has said that cakewalk. It's going uh, the most interesting series has been the Sixers in Atlanta, one. right? Because yeah. you don't know if defense is going to win that night or is offense going to win that night. And I love how these young bulls on the Hawks have been playing. Oh. Made me jealous. I said, "Oh, I wish Dallas played like this." And that's my last. And that's my last time throwing shade at Dallas. Um, Maybe, but yeah, like I said, we are gonna keep talking about the playoffs. Uh, like I said, this ain't a sports show, but Josh likes when I talk sports. Um, so I'm always gonna just try to give him what he want a little bit for a few minutes <laughs> at a time of the sport talk. So, um, to keep it on the same vein, so we can go ahead and get this out the way when it comes to sports is LeBron is finally going to number six. Josh did not know this, but LeBron wanted to be number six when they acquired Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was going to be 23. LeBron was going to be six. I believe Nike in the league said no because they had already made the jerseys and everything else. But there's a weird twist this time. LeBron got his wishes to be number six. But the rumor is Anthony Davis is still going to be number three. So what are they about to do in free agency? Somebody's going to wear 23. Yeah, yeah, somebody's going to have that that number. Who is going to wear 23? I'm very curious to see that now. Who is – LeBron knows something. LeBron knows something. Um, as we speak on June 11th, Danny Green has been diagnosed with a right calf, right calf strain. Oh man! And he will not return because they're actually yeah the sixth game going on right now. And um, I don't wish injuries on no player, but hey, if you were in that, uh if you came to Dallas, you'd be at home by now. You wouldn't have got hurt, but hey. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my last. Okay, that's my last Maverick one. That's my last Maverick. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. They're gone. They're out the playoffs. I'm done. Um, it's right. <laughs> just saying, when it got hurt, uh, <laughs> he would have been at home. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to get off the Mavericks. Uh, <laughs> I really am. I really am. Because uh, Danny Green takes me down a rabbit hole of podcasts. Then that brings me to J.J. Reddick, who supposedly he played like two or three games. He was hurt, but then he's potting the whole time. Right. And then he's like, oh, well, I love – at first he was complaining about being here. Then he turned around and said, I love that franchise. The Mavericks are a top-notch organization. I said, wait, wait a minute. minute. 
He is going to be amazing. He is my friend. I love him. I said, where did this come from? <laughs> where did this I come even, from? I didn't even see you at least being a sideline coach during the, during time. All he did was wear tight gray shirts with his tattoo showing. <laughs> Look like a uh, Soho bartender. Sitting there thinking like, <laughs> I wish they would have traded me to Brooklyn. Why can I? I'm telling you, you look like a hipster bartender right now. Why? That's all. That's all he was doing. That's all he was doing, looking like a uh, hipster bartender in every <laughs> single game. That was it. That was it. So anyway, like I said, look, yeah, but Josh, I was like, man, that, the number one LeBron stand I know. That's not my uh boy Andrew. Said he didn't know that. LeBron wanted to come into LA as number six. Yeah. yeah. At first, I was like, what? I was like, come on. Why are you changing your number again? And then we, when you told me that, I'm like, okay. Like, that changes my whole yeah. attitude. At first, I was yeah, like, he wanted to be six at first. Like, when they got AD, and uh, he was going to let AD be 23 in the league. And, and Nike said, nah, we already got this merch. We already got your name on the jersey. Uh, so he's going to choose another number. Boom, three. Yeah, because LeBron was like, I'm not about to pay out to pay out for the difference in merchandise and all that stuff that y'all had already made. So if I was like a, a lower nigga, I probably could afford to pay y'all out, but no, it, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, just, I'm just go ahead. I'm, I'm a rock with the number. And then, you know, now they kick they out early. It's like, hey, y'all got enough time. Y'all can't say y'all. <laughs> oh, you know what the funny thing is that somebody pointed out? Devin Booker now owns the last LeBron James Laker 23 jersey. Wow. <laughs> he owns the last one. The reason is because they did a jersey swap at the end of that playoff run. Oh, okay. so that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the one. It's over. <laughs> no more LeBron 23. You know what? I'm a, I'm a, no more mad. I ain't going to do no math shade on this one. But six LeBron in Miami was kind of decent. You know what I'm saying? It was, it, was, it was a cool little era. So I like six LeBron. I like he still wears the number in practice. No matter like he wore oh, it yeah, in Cleveland. Yeah, in Cleveland and in Los Angeles, he still wore the number six in practice. So he, he likes being a six guy. He likes that. But you know my favorite moment he ever had that number six Miami jersey. June 11, 2011, baby. He lost in that jersey. <laughs> he lost in that jersey. He was crying in the car in that jersey. Lil Wayne was at the club with Dirk that night. <laughs> Good times. June 11? That was June 11, 2011. Damn. 10 years ago today. 10 years ago today. The Mavericks won it all. And after that, they just, the only thing they done did good besides Luca was we got to see, we got to see Vince Carter up close for like a few years. I wish I could say more. Oh, man, we got to do. Nah. The best two things was, first of all, thanks to that, I got to meet Vince Carter. I finally got to meet one of my childhood heroes. And he was the nicest guy ever. Um, <laughs> and then, like I said, and Luca's going away. Not Luca, but Dirk's going away. Retirement was fun because that was like the first time in my life I could say I was in the same room or in the same arena as Larry Bird. Um, Sean Kemp, who was one of my favorite players growing up. Uh, Pip, Scotty Pippen was there. Shout out to Future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, 
who else was there? Detlef Schrempf. Um, yeah, he was there. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of celebrities and everything. It was crazy. Tony Romo was there, I think. It was there. everybody was there. <laughs> it was a fun night. It was a fun night for all. So yeah, that was the last thing they did that was cool to me. It was Dirk's retirement, Vince Carter being a maverick to the point that we got to see Vince Carter all the time, and Luka Doncic. Other than that, they have done absolutely nothing in the past 10 seasons that has made me happy as a fan. <laughs> they have made me so mad. I said that was it. It may keep going because now that I know what today is, I am disgusted. Um, <laughs> I am absolutely disgusted at the franchise. So anyway, like I said, we, we went through the NBA. Uh, <laughs> on that same vein of sport, sports. Just keep it going, sir. Just keep it going. I am so mad. Um, <laughs> on the same vein of sports, people are mad that Patriots owner Robert Kraft was gifted a Bentley. Yeah, I was like, um, yeah, you know, I was one of those folks until you, you broke it down to me. It was like, why do we care? <laughs> but, you know, I, like I said, it's more about the people who did it. Well, mainly one person, um, a one. Um, no, he he's Robert Williams because Ross is William Roberts. <laughs> yeah, um, Robert Williams. AKA. Yeah, another, another, yeah an, an, another another Robert, Robert Williams. <laughs> Uh, gifted Mr. Robert Kraft <laughs> along with Jay Z and the um Sixers um guy, you know. But like I said, I was like, if it was, yeah, if it was just uh the Sixers owner and and Hove, I don't think it nobody would have cared. <laughs> nobody would have cared. Oh, well, rich guys giving rich guys gifts. Oh, that's every day. Yep, but as soon as we saw Meek Mills, and we're like, oh, everybody who saw Meek Mills, they jumped up and down. They brought up that time when he stiffed them kids for them waters and gave them 20 bucks. Oh, my God. He didn't see the end of it. And I said he did all that stuff for justice reform. And another, th that's how him and Robert Kraft actually got tight. They were doing that together. That's where the most of the funding for that came from. He yeah, even had a Puma shoe for it. And they, I'm just looking at everybody like, yeah, they on that co coalition together through Rock Nation and everything. Yes, and I'm just sitting there like, y'all don't understand that Meek Mill. I know y'all bring up the video about the kids, but Meek is actually, he does goofy stuff. But when you break it down, I'm like, nah, everything he do ain't lame. It's it's some cool stuff he does, but it's just more fun to just laugh at his expense. Yeah. Especially when you have your Amazon wish list connected to your Twitter accounts. The, the boy talking about how do I take this off? <laughs> I don't think not once have y'all seen my dog food purchases or me getting something for like maybe the pod on my um timeline talking about hey man, how you turn this off? You ain't never seen it. Yeah, God like, forbid this I bought something wild like he was buying. <laughs> God forbid I was buying something wild. It's like, yo, you need you trying to buy a dildo, Meek? What, what's, what's, yeah. what's going he had on? Explain it wasn't for him. I was like, yeah, because, bro, it was sitting there for a minute. Because <laughs> you like, take that, you can take that for figuratively or literally, but yeah, it was sitting on that timeline for a minute. We was all just sitting there, like, wow, okay, uh, well, Meek, you got something to tell us? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, we know you're rich, but you know, we're not gonna believe your answer that, yo, I probably got like. 
five million people to connect to my Amazon account because you know they just they just run it up. You know, everybody be sharing the Amazon account because you know I share my Amazon account with a lot of people. I get a lot of emails. You know, shout out to everybody that got they use my Amazon Prime account for my free shipping and video and stuff. But yeah, ain't none of them connected to my my Twitter timeline. And y'all know I'd be on I'll Twitter way more. And I don't, and I ain't gonna put myself out there. I'll tell you off mic. I've left you ladies use my Amazon. Uh, <laughs> I'm buying myself something nice on oh, you, boy. Um, <laughs> they look good in too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it was funny, but like I said, rich, rich people buying rich people stuff is never new, it's never gonna be new. Um, when I'm rich, I'm probably only gonna buy. People who are my friends before, who are now rich, gifts. Mm. But you ain't never gonna see me at Drake's party buying him like a pair of Jordans that I know he already owns. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. On that same vein of sports, like I said, we just like I said, we free balling this one. We just we just talking to y'all. We giving y'all that work. Stephen A's comments about on NBA players not supporting black coaches and executives. Ha ha ha. And the reason I'm laughing is because at the end of the day, this is something I've talked to Josh about this off mic before, like how I brought up Nate McMillan getting fired from the Pacers. Mm-hmm. I bring this up all the time. Um, how um one of my favorite coaches who were who actually is from the coaching tree of the Mavericks, Stephen Silas, pretty much had his ship blown up when he became the head coach. Of the Rockets. And I know a couple people over there on the coaching staff. More um, if you've seen my videos on my uncle Urban YouTube, um Mahmoud Abdel Fatah, uh, who's the head who's the head coach of the Vipers, is actually one of the assistant coaches over there on the Rockets. So I'm like, y'all got some good guys over there. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't want to play for him. Y'all ain't want to play for a black dude and a Muslim brother. <laughs> What's up with that? Um, but I'm gonna let Josh. This is uh again, he's the he's the media slash professional. This like I said, like I said at the beginning of this, I just got really good at this. He saw me in the pickup game and he said, I have never seen no one do a 360 windmill duck like that. I think I need him on the team. And I've been pretty much balling ever since on this microphone. So I'm going to let the professional go through the full story before I give him my social commentary on this. <laughs> uh, but, uh, basically, just to summarize it, uh, about a week or so ago, Stephen A. Smith, I forgot what the original topic was or whatever, but I just saw the clip of it. But basically, Stephen A. Smith just went, went on and was basically like, yo, who because it was somebody that was fired or something in in the NBA. Um, but basically he just went in about how black players aren't promoting the coaches, uh the execs, and just promoting that, yo, y'all need to be hired. Like, what's going on? Like, this is crazy. And he's like, uh, uh I need the Kevin Durant, the LeBron James is the um uh who else? He said I need the, the Steph Curry's. I need all of them um to all step up and say something about what these coaches are not 
um doing like this is this crazy like he really end up storming off offset um over the whole the whole thing um oh yeah i know i found it it was it was after the celtics announced that they were promoting head coach brad stevens to team president Steven basically attempted to rally the NBA stars for the support and creating more minority coaching opportunities. He was like, I want to call out the NBA players. You got something to say about everything else. Where you at? Uh, he mentioned, you know, Steve Nash getting the head coach job for the Brooklyn Nets. He's like, yeah, you know, Steve Nash, he deserves it and everything. But Steve Nash never coached at any level. And he got the full support of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. He was like, yo, what's up? Why ain't Jason Tatum spitting up, uh, speaking up? Why ain't Jalen Brown speaking up? He was like, yo, what about the black executives? What about the black coaches? There's so many different former black players in the NBA that are on the sidelines, uh, on the sidelines as assistant coaches, uh, offensive coaches, shooting coaches. And he he named a whole gamut of different guys, um, like you know my man Spreewell. He named um, my man Chauncey Billups, but he was just like, "Yo, what is going on with all um, these coaches that are sitting on the sideline?" You got guys um, building them up. Yeah, because you got guys like uh, Jamal Mosley, um, who's an assistant coach for the Mavericks. They're already looking for him to become a head coach. Matter of fact, it's funny. The one time I think Rick Carlisle got ejected super early from a game, he coached that game and they won. Now, I've seen a lot of assistant coaches. Like, Rick Carlisle probably gets kicked out for text. When he when he, when he likes a player, when he's passionate about a certain player or the team that he may have at that time, yeah, he'll yell at the refs and because of the refs to the point that he gets kicked out. So it happens often, but I've seen a lot of assistant coaches coach those teams in flounder, but Jamal Mosley didn't. And uh, that brother is somebody I wish would be the coach for the Mavericks or at least a very, very playoff, you know, playoff quality caliber team. Uh, I know I used quality and caliber. I know it's the same word. Shut up. Um <laughs> So, you know, you got all these qualified brothers. Like I said, my my case in point right now that I've been saying on social media and I've been saying, like, anytime I get a chance to, is Nate McMillan. They got rid of this brother. They did not blame the front office. They did not maybe look at their roster and say, well, he could only did as much as he could do. Those young men over there in Atlanta love Nate McMillan. He has gotten them in the playoffs, and I'm like, what is this? Um, Trey only been in the league what two or three seasons. Yep, and he's our he's like in the second round of playoffs. All it took was a a change in the coach. Come on, man, because I can't I think of know. nobody really. They done got um. Outside of um, oh, what was the brother in uh in Houston, the center? They got him, and you know, so everybody else is pretty Covington. much the same. Hmm. That, that's not Covington. No, that's not Covington. 
That's not no nah, Rocco is uh Rocco was in was in uh Portland. He he at home. Oh. <laughs> Rocco at home. I know where he at. <laughs> uh but yeah, like people like that. So you cannot sit here and say like a black coach ain't qualified. I mean, the you've seen it in other sports. I mean, that Pat Riley, Red Arbach, shoot, Phil Jackson was uh, progressive, even though I hated how he tried to throw Kobe under the bus sometimes. Um, that that era is over, man. You ain't got to have some Doug Collins white guy with the slick tear in the suit <laughs> barking orders at no bro- brothers no more. It's some it's some real qualified black men that can coach. Um, but yeah, the fact that our former players they they're yeah. on the side of the years. Man, rest in peace to John Thompson, one of the greatest to ever do it, man. Uh, shout out to my co-host, give me that book, uh, one of my favorite books. Um, who else? A boy in um uh, Pittsburgh, on my ups. Black coach, you know what I'm saying? Uh, t- Tony Dungy when he was coaching the uh Colts. It's like I can go through different sports where the coach, you know, where the coach is a brother and they did pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I always say when it comes to the NBA, it's kind of weird that most of the players are black, but you don't see that many black executives. Like, I mean, you got sent Marshall for the Mavericks, but again, I ain't going to go into no details about that. Love her, though. Sweet lady. Um, you have uh, – she probably the only black executive on the NBA team. <laughs> probably going to go through it. Like, I mean, you got a few black people, like, you know, from a local standpoint. Uh, the president of the NBA, she's a sister. Uh, like I said, you got a few black coaches over there at the WNBA. Uh, matter of fact, the Wings coach is a black woman, former WNBA player. Um, but in the NBA, it's like they ain't pick, they ain't got the memo. Yeah. So what do you think about the players not speaking up? I've, I've said this. Man, you know I've said this before. It's real shady to me. It's real shady to me for the point. That the most gross thing we've seen is that y'all jump ship when they put a brother at the helm of your team. Mm-hmm. You left. You left him high and dry. Yeah, but I was like, cause I remember uh, me and the homies, you know, E. Ray and Smitty and K and all them, we were speaking in our group chat about, hey, even though a lot of us don't really rock with Stephen A. Smith, this one He's time, right. he do, what right. is it? <laughs> like <laughs> sometimes, because you know the the messenger <laughs> is, yeah, well, um, but it's like the message is still true at the end of the day. <laughs> what I always say, man, it's an old saying, but I say it all the time. Broke clock is right at least twice a day. He was right. That was his once out of that twice for that day. <laughs> <laughs> And bro, clock was right that day. I said, hmm, interesting. But, yeah, I've always thought it was pretty weird that they can speak up for themselves as players. But mm-hmm. when it comes to seeing themselves when they're walking through those tunnels and in those locker rooms that they don't see more of themselves, I always found that real shady. So it's Black Lives Matter. Oh, you can't treat us this way. We're like this. I said, but you know how to band together for more money, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all can sit out for more money, right? 
but you don't want to see a coach that looks like you. Man, <sighs> who can I bring up? There's one guy I can bring up, but I don't think it's because he's black. I just think he ain't like coaching with him. He ain't like a business coach. And that's a LeBron with Mike Brown. <laughs> oh, yeah, with Mike Brown, yeah. <laughs> That, that's that, that was definitely the, the first one I thought when you when you said about these these players. I was like, "Yep." Oh yeah, he kept every time Mike Brown was sniffing this bench, he got rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see him. I was like, "What? what? Like LeBron? What did he do?" Mm. So yeah, that's that's like one of my examples right there. It's like, man, what was up? Because Mike Brown was the one that took a young LeBron all the way to the NBA Finals. Yep, with nobody. <laughs> with nobody, yes, they got swept, but with nobody, a black man took a team of one superstar to the finals. <laughs> and y'all don't want to play for no black coach? That's very discerning for me. Another thing that's funny, like I said, I could bring it back. I more know about home than I do anywhere else. Guess how many black coaches there's been on the Mavericks? Mm, I'm gonna say three, two. <laughs> we all know. We all know one for the Mavericks. No, nah, I wish name. Oh, you talking about head coaches? You talking about head coaches? Head coaches for the uh, Mavericks. Yeah, Avery Johnson and Jim Clemens back in 1996. Okay, two, two, two. This is a 40-year franchise. Two. Mavericks have been around since 1980. Two. Hey, we need to make that three with the uh, one. Man, I want, I want, I want Jamal Mosley to be the coach so bad. Um, pretend I didn't say that, audience. Um, <laughs> pretend I didn't say that. I just want, I just want y'all to know the truth. I really want Jamal Mosley to be the coach of the Mavericks, but the front office is telling me no. Um, but yeah, you uh, like Dig Mata was literally the coach from the beginning all the way well into the 90s. Um, so that covers like a good decade of him being the coach. Um, then they brought in Jim Clemens for literally a season. Um, then they went, then after him, no, they had Dig Mata again. For a minute, then they went to Donnie, not Donnie Nelson, Don Nelson, uh, aka one of my favorite coaches to ever coach the Mavericks, one of my favorite coaches to ever coach the Warriors, one of my favorite coaches ever. He's one, he's a cool cat too. Um, so he was here for a very long time. Don was here well into like what the only reason I know is like at least 05, 06, 07 was because of this, the infamous. We believe Warriors sweeping the Mavericks after they were the number one seed. So you had that. So then after Don, it was Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson was here, here until 2009. And the reason he was it's, – it's different reports to why he's gone, but the one that I know is that Jason Kidd didn't want him here. So it's that one. And then, since ever since 2009, the coach has been Rick Carlisle, and he's been here for over a decade. One championship. 
the sole championship of the Mavericks. Oh. That's uh, the history. Yeah. Uh, I was also going to ask you because I, I just Googled it. Um, they said that it uh, looks like the Celtics are going to be hiring, most likely hiring a black coach for the next coach because of all this. Uh, and, all this and, and that is the craziest place. And to be a uh, black coach <laughs> in Boston after was it uh Kyrie just said yo I've been heard so many slurs and stuff in my years that's they, yeah that's what they call you that at mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that's you wonder why Paul poopy pants and them was winning and all the time they just didn't want to be called the n-word you know what I'm saying they was like hey you know we gotta win otherwise they're gonna start throwing uh they're gonna have their pitchforks and their uh torches waiting for us outside the uh, arena yeah, because that's I, what it. I, I just saw your boy Jamal Mosley is actually gonna. Yeah, uh, Moses, Moses candidate. Yep. Yep. They doing us dirty, man. Cause they look, he stay home. Rick Carlisle, man. Rick Carlisle got a long summer ahead of him. I'm sure he likes Boston. He used to play there. <laughs> <laughs> Let him go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we'll get Kimba, and we'll just get Kimba. Like, like, it's gonna be real interesting. See, see what they do. Like, oh yeah, but, we gotta do this now because uh, the fact that y'all talking about us. Yeah, cause woo, but nah, it really is a thing of I've all I've always seen like the black coach go under the bus, and it's always been waxed. But off of sports, we gonna give y'all the other gusto that y'all wanted. Since I keep saying back home, all right, we praised. Greg Abbott for being a human being for once. I know on the last episode. Right. Literally, we said, Oh my god, maybe he's realizing that he's a horrible human being. <laughs> he pulled that viral video. Someone called an ambulance, but not for me. On all of us. <laughs> so now you don't, I mean, basically, here in Texas. You didn't really have to wear a mask to begin with. It was more of a city slash business enforced thing. But now you don't even have to prove that you're vaccinated. You can just do what you want. This yep. has been the Wild West. Greg Abbott's going to make sure to stage the Wild West. <laughs> if you want benefits for being handicapped or something, you can't get that. A hate crime is put against you. Oh, well, you better not protest because you're all violent looters. <sighs> but God bless Texas, though. I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love all of it. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, E-Ray was talking about, hey, he was like, I've been here in Dallas for a year now. <laughs> Dallas ain't never seemed like they actually really close. <laughs> Didn't enforce nothing. We look the longest Dallas was really, really like locked down was really a total of two weeks to a month. It wasn't that long. Pandemic's been going on since early last year. Texas was shut down for a month. And guess when I did, guess when I started wilding last month. Like that's when you saw me at Mavs games. That's when you saw me. Like I flew for the first time in over 15 months. That was why. 
I wanted to, I want to test I want to see everybody else go in the pool with the poop in it. Yeah, he was like, I just want to put just put like you know, um, not even like the big toe, just put like my pinky toe and just no, I didn't put my pinky toe in it. I waited till everybody sw- swam in that poopy water. <laughs> then when they finally said, Oh, we clean the pool, we got the poop out. Then I went swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I waited till the till the moment till the bad was really really over to start swimming because I was like, nah, I ain't finna play with y'all. Y'all didn't care. Y'all was like, oh, it looks like a snicker bar, and just kept swimming around it. I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> you don't care. You don't care that it's in there. Nah, nah, it's fun. Come on in. It's turning the water yellow. It's looking nasty in there. <laughs> you sure? Are you going underneath the water? Oh, you eating poop? No one cared. No one cared at all. <laughs> they kept going to their brunches and shaking their booties on top of tables while the manager was being acting like black people don't act wild with a little drink in them. <laughs> There's a lot going on for a summer when you're supposed to be at home in Dallas. <laughs> There's a lot going on. So, yeah, when Greg App did that, he said, Man, y'all already doing it. Now I'm just writing it down that. You can keep wilding like you've been doing. Just writing it down. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna put this as a proclamation. Keep wilding. All right, then appreciate you. Um okay. <laughs> I can go in on Greg Abbott all day because that is the worst governor. Like everybody, like man, at least Bush kind of was kicking it with people. Like, you know, he that Barbara Jordan or somebody come around or something. You know what I'm saying? At least he did that something. Yeah, so, I was like, at least Bush seemed kind of cool. Like, man, Bush Bush put in the proclamation Selena Day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, Jeb. <laughs> I was like, I was like, who is? This? Yeah, Jeb. Was, I think it was the lieutenant governor at the time too. I forgot how it went. No, Jeb was governor. Of, what was that, Florida or something? I think so, something like that. Yeah, he was something. Yeah, Jeb. Jeb was chilling. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, somebody gonna be like, Jeb Bush was never lieutenant governor of Texas. I know. Shut up. Um, we, we don't need a fact check right now. Who, I said, we don't need a fact check right now. When I fact check, I'll fact check. Um, I, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with Ann Richards and George Bush. Those are the two governors when I was a kid. Um, yeah, like I said, George Bush had Selena Day. I am sure he has never heard Kamala Floor in his life. <laughs> but he, he did a proclamation for Selena Day. <laughs> he proclaimed her birthday a holiday. <laughs> Sure. I know what was it the other day when we were talking about it, I was like, yeah, this whole Professor X ass nigga. And you were like, hey, hey, don't disrespect Professor X like that. <laughs> that, that. <laughs> he cool. That's that nigga, you know that nigga Hot Wheels. That's that nigga Hot Wheels. That name Wheels, you know what I'm saying? Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah, what was that? That was one of the Burger King dudes, Wheels. Yeah, Wheels. That's why I named him after this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh. Uh, but yeah, like the reason I said not to disrespect Professor X like that, and I'm just gonna leave it on this note. Professor X allowed people of with different abilities and different races to live amongst him, and he treated them all well. All they had to do was save the planet. Mm-hmm. Greg Abbott would never. He would have kicked them all out and told them they, they, they there was no benefits and there was no jobs for them. Anyway. Even if they look just like him, <laughs> even if they, even if someone pulled up in a wheelchair right next to him, 
Just he's still sick. kicking him down. He's sick. He's sick. <laughs> that mm. is that WMP for real. Right. And if y'all know what I mean by that, you're laughing right now as you listen to this. That WMP just came out the wheelchair. It's sickening. Yep. <laughs> but on the lo- on the local news, it's real sad. Young Bull just be the case. Mm-hmm. Just be the charge. Uh, Lil Loaded, who had the um, song Block Baby, which was actually a pretty high song. Went gold. So anybody saying, huh? I said, ah. You, you ain't in them streets. Stay listening to uh whatever y'all listen to at home. Um, <laughs> stay listening to that. Um, uh, committed. Well, allegedly, they because I can't say you did it because I don't. I haven't seen any proof. I just keep seeing the the reports. Yeah, that he um yeah, killed himself. No confirmation yet? Yeah. yeah, there's no real confirmation yet. Um, they killed himself over his girlfriend, pretty much cheating on. Um. Here we always talk about mental health. You never know. He might have put all his trust in that young lady. Um, like I said, he was blowing up. He probably was saying he was gonna take her with him. I mean, take yeah, take you know, take yeah, her with like, him. Like girl, I'm about to blow up. You, you need to be my. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. road. Like yo, we're gonna be on the road. We're gonna be on these planes, baby girl. You know these holidays coming up. You, you trying to go to Miami? I'm about to take you to Miami for the weekend. There you like, go. You never know what whatever what that was like um the report says she talking about that's not what happened what whoop-de-whoop but of course anybody who's creeped on anybody is never going to admit that they creeped on anybody except if you mean because i don't care it's like no i'm doing that nah except for me i'm always gonna be a adult about i'm like hey y'all never been caught but you had a suspicion your suspicions were correct i apologize (laughs) and then (laughs) that's gonna be that's that's gonna be the end of that conversation but um like I said, on a serious note, um, you never, you know, the pressure that he most likely was under. He had, like I said, that's st- like that literally just happened, I think, in October, November last year, when he actually shot his friend. Yeah, sh- uh, shooting a video. That literally just happened. So, through all of that, this young lady was probably around, and he's up there. You know, what I'm saying he's thinking that things were finally looking up. And to hear that something happened like that, that can mess with you. That can trigger you. Because you already feel the weight of your world on your shoulders. Like I said, the young man just went through the tra- traumatic events that happened with his friend and possibly losing his freedom if a judge had seen fit that it wasn't an accident, you know? And to do that, it's weak. So you know it's not it, so it's never something I'm gonna mock because again mental health should be taken seriously. I'm sure uh, I'm not talking down on his friends. So if any of his friends may catch wind of this, or people that may know little loaded or somebody he's related to catch wind of this, I'm not saying that they're at fault, but I'm just saying he probably you never know who he reached out to, who he's crying for help, or I can't believe she did this. You know. So, but yeah, his very cryptic and last IG post. Yeah, so if I if I was, well, I, you know me, like anytime something happened to one of y'all, what's the first thing I do? You let us know. No, I'm saying if anything if anything is happening with y'all, like I see something, what's the first thing I do? Oh, you call us. There you go. 
make sure you hey, like. I mean, you, you did it the other day for me. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm always gonna make sure you're okay. Hey, 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 you good? Whoa, hey, hey bro. what's up? I seen that tweet. <laughs> what's up with you? Let me know something. I gotta know. You all right? You good? Like, hey, you, are, you already know what I'm calling. I saw it. I saw it, nigga. Because <laughs> let me tell you why you it's important to do that. That is the difference between someone thinking that no one cares and someone caring. Yep. And knowing that someone cares. That's the most important thing right there. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, 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 what's up? What's up? <laughs> What you thinking about? What, what's on your mind? You good? You good for real? Where you yeah. at? Oh, I'm at work. All right, then. Yeah, you ain't there nothing crazy. You ain't there no soft objects, are you? No. All right, then. Yeah, because it's you like, know. yeah, yeah, like like my tweet, for example, was like, yeah, you ended it with some good news and people was liking it, but let's start, let's start with, let's focus let's on that bad news. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I even said that. I was like, hey, man, that was cool, you know. Shout to the youngest, you know, cool for your niece's nephew, but uh, my brother, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Like, no, no this, one saw the I'm sad, <laughs> and but said, I'm hey, happy. Up, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that's not <laughs> you don't, don't blow. I'm not gonna blow that part off. I'm like, no, that means hey, at least somebody talked to me about this. <sighs> so I said, that's the difference. A lot of people don't understand it's that it's, women say it all the time, even though. Some of y'all don't really think about that. It's not shade towards you ladies. I'm just being honest because men do it too. It's the small things. It's the little things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ignore certain details because, like I say, I tell you this all the time. Relationship values, it doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. It should apply to everything. Yep. Friends, family, romantic, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so like i said i hope he didn't reach out to nobody and he still did what he had what he felt he had to do because at the end of the day i would have been the first one like yo what you mean by i just saw your ig bro what you mean i've been blowing him up a hundred times till you picked up I'm like bro you better not be thinking what i think you're thinking and come come see me man <laughs> we'll go somewhere well uh we'll go get something to eat or oh, hey in the morning, let's walk through the park. Hey, man, just come on to the house. We will watch a movie or something. Just something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And just like um, the great Royster59 said, it's always important to check on your strong friend. So strong friend, weak friend, whatever, your, your, your okay friend, just check on all your friends. Just Check on all your friends, man. Yeah, and your loved ones and all that. Just, just check in on them. Like You see something like... Eh, eh, even if you don't really talk to them, like you got somewhere to contact them, just get because I've done that for a few people. Like, I may not have your number, but I saw some, I, I'll DM you, like, hey, you I'll DM you, yeah. You right? <laughs> First thing I'll do, do. Mm -hmm. I'll give you, I'll send my number and like male, female, they don't know. There's like, he ain't trying to do nothing weird with you, he just want to talk to him. Like, hey man, anytime you need to call somebody, you need to talk to somebody, you let me know. I'm gonna be right next to the phone, I'm gonna talk to you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know somebody cares about you. Yeah, I've definitely done so, that to a few people like, hey, hey, I just happened to see this tweet or whatever, but hey, here, here go my number. If you, like that's easier to get in contact with me. Like if you need to talk or whatever, reach out to me. Here's my number. <laughs> I, I don't want to I don't want to miss a tweet that may impact you doing something. <laughs> yeah, it's facts. So but yeah, we're gonna lighten the mood a little bit. 
Uh, and the reason I just want to talk about this because I told you something about Pooh Shiesty that you was like, "Uh, what? And I was like, yeah, man, I thought you knew. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that story. Everybody knows that story. If you got a, if you got a Twitter or you look at the shade room or whatever, what have you, you already know what I'm talking, what I'm joking about. But uh, I'm going to let the music man himself walk us through this before, like I said, before I give my commentary. Go on here, do your thing. Oh, uh, well, first I want to mention that, you know, today, June 11th, Gucci just dropped a new song called The New 24 and 8 and video featuring my man Pooh Shicey. So uh, if y'all fans of Gucci, fans of Pooh Shicey, go check that out. I listened to it. I, I liked it. I was like, okay, ni- nice way to kind of transition the the news story about what's going on. With Speaking him. of which, um, I'm never going to say this about Pooh Shicey. Uh He's not a bad rapper. Yeah, it's like he's pretty. He's cool. not a bad rapper. Like I said, it's just antics. <laughs> <laughs> it's them antics. <laughs> that I'm not I'm not judging them. I'm just saying it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who are your friends that just enables all this mess? But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but uh basically uh he uh turned himself in because on Memorial Day there was an event that happened down at in a club and he pulled out a gun and was about to attack some people. Like the security guard tried to tell him, like, yo, bro, let me get the gun. You know, you ain't gotta do all that. You know, you're you're a rapper, you you doing the try tried to help him out, but you know, some situations went down. He pulled out the gun and tried to attack somebody, and so uh he had a warrant out for his arrest. So he, he recently just turned himself in to, to the police. And it's just like for me, I really was just like one. Damn for Gucci, cause you know the uh the other dude, um, what's his name? That's just recently signed signed to them too. He he just got uh locked up. He might be facing a, a long time in, in jail. Um, damn it, what's the other new new dude that's in ten seventeen? Ten seventeen. Yeah. Um. That he he just got arrested himself too. The other uh, dude. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Fuliano. Fuliano? Yeah, yeah, Fuliano. It, was, it, it was it was Fuliano. The reason yeah, I yeah. laughed, the reason I laughed, because when you put in ten seventeen rappers, something else pops up, and it was oh. like related to the Pooh Shiesty story that I told you, and I just like oh, wow. wait a minute, oh, people Google that. <laughs> damn, <laughs> people Google it. Hey, but damn. anyway. That's one, yeah, but Fugliano, yeah, yeah Fugliano was another one that it, and he's decent too. I like I like the couple songs I've heard from him. I told you that ten seventeen project we both like. He was pretty, you know, yeah, he's pretty good. So why you 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 Gucci is sending y'all diamond chains, right? What are you doing? Y'all getting big features from other rappers and who are shouting y'all out and doing freestyles over y'all records and it's just crazy. But it's yeah, because but- you affiliated mm-hmm. with Gooch. Come on, bro, man. If I was signed ten seventeen, boy, I'd be look. I'd be like a kid. I'd be in before the streetlights come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Gucci gave him some some game. Was like, yo, don't be like young me. Be like new me. Like. You know, go do your thing, do whatever, get your money, but then you know, get your ass back home. <laughs> Man, look, have security. If the if, only time you see me at the club, it is a paid appearance. And right, I'm probably gonna do one song and leave. 
<laughs> Thank you. They could be like, wait a minute, what we we paid you for 30 minutes. Hey, it's, it's 30 minutes. 30. I done seen that dude drinking too much. I done seen him. He keep doing the mean mug and he keep touching his waist. I think he got something. So guess what? I'm gonna do this one song and I'm gonna get out of here because I'm not gonna get sued and I'm not going to jail. All right, then thank y'all. <laughs> Sorry, yep. party promoter. I'll give you some of the money back. I don't care. <laughs> I'm out. I just bought my mama. I just paid off my mama house. <laughs> I just bought me a Rolls Royce. I didn't even know they would sell me one. How bad my credit was back in the day. <laughs> you think I'm gonna blow all this to do a full set for these people? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Catch me on tour. That's the only way you're going to see me. <laughs> right. <Elbow again. laughs> Shoot. When everybody's like 10, 20 feet away from me. <laughs> but yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah. That all basically just, it made me think about uh, the conundrum of our favorite rappers because it's like, hey, I, I love me some some gangster bang bang shoot em up. Me um, too. Drug talking. It's just like, what me I want to talk to you about. Like, yo. How do you feel about our rappers living out their raps? Because it's like they doing what they saying in their raps, but then we also got niggas like Snitch Sixty Nine who wasn't uh, that, that goofy. So I was like, uh, it's kind, it's kind, it's kind of hard. Just like it's it's because it's one guy that comes to mind every single time when you're like a rapper that lives their raps, and you know who it is. He just got out. Bobby Schmurder. Mm-hmm. Bobby, down. people do not realize that those songs that we heard from, like even computers, um, hot boy, hot figure, whatever you want to call it, all those songs were real. All those people he named in those songs were real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always had a, I've always had this conundrum. With that, it's just like it's just like with Jay Z, with De Haven, and all the people that he would name and his stuff. These are real people, but you notice that Jay Z does not uh, still do what he does. If he does, he is James St. Patrick or something like that. He is very slick with his. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, I've always had a problem with these, especially these young cats. I don't understand. These young cats, I don't understand why. They, I'm like, y'all rather be doped up and shooting and this and that. It's like, it makes no sense. Yeah, because it's true. That's what, they, that's what they tell them. Oh, we talking about something off mic. My bad, my bad. <laughs> that's, that's what they tell each other. But anyway, um, <laughs> might as well start telling them too. Start telling them the same thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like, these young cats, they, um, like, that's not they learning. I'm like, yeah, you talking about all these drugs you on? You know, you you basically like living like looking like a zombie, and you think it's cool, man. I was like, man, after we lost Mac, you would think they would calm down. And it seemed like it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. So y'all want to be doped up and shooting at each other, stuff like that. Everybody up there, um, whether you like them or not. XXX Tension, he got killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like wasn't getting like a skateboard, no, a motorbike, a motorcycle, or some shit like that. Yeah, they shot him right off, and I'm like, I'm looking, 
Y'all RP and them, but y'all still acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all still acting crazy. So when you living your stuff, I'm like, bro, there's young up and comers, especially like the ones that just got out that are spitting about their truth and they telling you straight up they ain't the business. Anybody, um, anybody really from the block or anybody who got out and trying to do better, most of them anyway. Well, majority of them, however, however many you think it may be, they always tell you what they did or what they was doing or what they're doing is not the business. Mm-hmm. It's not what's up. That's the first thing you hear. Um, not to put your personal um out there, but have you ever heard your brother or anybody else say, "Yeah, this is the place to be"? Yeah, nope. There you go. <laughs> you want to be where I'm at? Trust me. This is the business. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, you you've never heard it. Yeah, all my brothers tell me like, "Hey, nah, nah, Josh, keep doing what you're doing. Don't, don't come, don't, don't be over here." <laughs> there you go. I was like, so I don't understand why you would live your raps knowing there's only two places you're gonna end up. Like I said, for the end, that's why you all like. I like when some people are like, oh, well, that's why I don't listen to it because of this that. I was like, as long as I ain't doing it and I can defer in my mind facts from fiction. <laughs> differ fact from fiction I'm fine I mean hey you did you sold 40 kilos last night eh hmm and didn't get caught you a smooth criminal that's what's up Word to Mike Jack uh, <laughs> how would you feel yeah. someone like uh, your boy Pusha T I don't know came up on a racketeering charge or some <laughs> or something I how wouldn't would be surprised but I'd be very disappointed that he wasn't lying. <laughs> you named your son Bricks. I was hoping that was the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you were done with the game by then. You were talking about stuff you did do. You, you were talking about stuff that, you know, that, pe- that you talked to maybe doing, but not like. Mm. So, yeah, I'd be highly disappointed that he was still out there doing it. Oh, that reminded me of the, the Rick Ross co-op that – interview the that part when Ross was like, hey, you know, I got some niggas out in Arizona. And he's like, or he's like, I got some homies that be talking about some 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 stuff and I, they be talking their business. I'd be like, don't mention no numbers. Please don't mention no numbers. I got, y'all, y'all start talking about numbers. I'm gonna have to leave the room because if y'all start talking about numbers, I might have to you know you've just made me an accessory to a crime. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Because Rick Ross said they not finna. Rick Ross also in that interview said that he owns the house that he lives in that they filmed coming to America in, and he owns the house right next to it. Yeah, he was like, "You think like that's all I really wanted was I wanted that one just to say I live next to this one." (laughs) And it's like it can't. He said, "I saw that red sign." Was like, "Oh, this is for sale too." Let's. Let's look at this. So Rick Ross said, "Y'all can call him Officer Ricky and this and that." We off debt. You ain't finna take away his 60 cars. You're not finna take away his acres. He said, I got to leave. He said, I had trying to ruin my stuff. You you trying to take food out of my, me and my children's mouth. I got to go. I don't blame him. (laughs) And then he said, Mom Deuce. He's like, Mom Deuce got more houses than me. (laughs) There you go. Because that's the first thing he's supposed to do. Yeah. I was like, I know, like, his. His mom and his sister are like his managers or something like that. Yeah. Because he He's said like, that's how he learned. That's how he learned because his mom was buying, you know, real estate and stuff like that. 
I like how he explained it because he was like, yeah, she had people living. Like she was like the landlord or something like that. He was explaining. I was like, so, oh, so she taught him, which he pretty much kind of said in Hurricanes too. Like that's where he gets his business acumen from. It's pretty much just like how his mom did yeah. things growing up. So, yeah, you just, no, nah, I just never like when they wild out like that because I'm like, it's going to end bad. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to end bad. So when they doing stuff like that, yeah, it's very, very disappointing. But like I said, my my prime example is always going to be Bobby Schmurter because I'm like, yeah, he, he did his time. He held it down. But, bruh, the fact that those songs are still classics and then you just sit there like, this is why he went to jail. <laughs> but this is also why he went to jail. Like, I love this song, but he was not lying. That's the sick part. <laughs> right. These are uh, Law and Order episodes. <laughs> like, oh, so, you said about a week ago? Oh, oh so that was the, the crime we was... Okay. Yeah, ah, we were trying to... <laughs> Somebody from NYPD just was listening to mixtapes and just piecing together crimes. <laughs> um, cold cases. And they're like, uh, like this time, hmm. we were at, this, these are the clues sound like the case I was working on. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Somebody gonna get arrested in a precinct one day. I'm like, why they listen to rap music? Oh, we're solving crimes. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, every single tape you hear, somebody snitched on somebody. I was like, yeah. Them hip-hop police. Hip hop police, man. Cause what did Nino say? If I go down, I'm taking a whole bunch of people with me, and that's what they kept doing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, off of that, like I said, bro, I'd rather you keep making art than you um killing yourself out in these streets just to prove that you quote unquote real. Like I said, putting your hands on somebody and going away for a long time, away from your friends and family, especially when you have now became the person that's take care. Of, is taking care of them. Right. It's very dumb. So now they're starving because you want to prove that you were gone. All right, dude. You had that. I'll let you have that. Right. Um, let's talk about some new music. What you what you been listening to before I talk about what I've been listening to? Uh, and I also want to talk about something that Apple Music has done that I think is really cool and it actually is worth you know, like if you have the certain headphones or whatever, whatever. So go ahead. Uh, well, recently, um, the new Emotional Oranges album came out today. I, I actually got to hear it last week thanks to a special link for me being part of a fan club. So uh, I was vibing to that Emotional Oranges. You know, uh, I was telling the, the homies about it last week. They're like, man, this nigga smiles with the... Um, the industry man, so I was like, you know, uh, I might be industry man, may or may not, but Emotional Oranges, that album was definitely uh, really dope. I can't can't wait to really deep dive into that. So shout out to Emotional Oranges, my man Rory of uh, New New Rory and Mall, uh, his group that he manages. That dope dope album, uh, the Juice Box. They got features from our guy Vince Staples on there. You know what I'm saying? That 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 Vince versus Fuego. Uh, also, that new Lloyd Banks that dropped lo- last week. Lo- Lloyd Banks is just letting niggas. Hey, I'm, I'm, I still got it. This niggas still spitting. Man, all, all the features. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Uh, you 
I'm a, I, look, I've like we talk about music so much. I already know you know what my favorite feature is on there, right? Um, I'm trying to think the Freddie one. Oh my god, he went so hard on empathy, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, I listened to it twice. I said, There's no way. It's big rap season, Freddie. Freddie ain't playing with y'all, bro. I've been saying yeah, I say this every year, and every year I've been right. He is not playing with y'all. And I love that it uh Freddie did it the week the album dropped. That, that's the one thing about digital and streams and all that stuff. That's the one thing I do love about um streaming services now. It's like a nigga literally can do the verse 24 hours before the album come out. <laughs> Cause I was listening to it, and I sat there and I like, wait, what? I said, that's Freddie Kiss. I'm like, I'm looking at my phone, making sure I didn't switch the album out. <laughs> I said, yeah, cause he up he updated the, the the track list. I think like 24 to 48 hours before he, he dropped a, like a clip of the track list, and then um, Empathy showed up, and then it like turned around and then said featuring Freddie Gibbs. I was like, oh shit, we got a, a, a new verse added to it. I was like, oh shit, Freddie in the verse last minute. I was really hoping, because he, he did go on the Joe Budden podcast to talk about it and try to talk to Joe about um, getting on it, which uh, Joe mentioned. He sent him the beat for the song that Vada was on and asked Joe to get on that one. I was like, yo. My man Lloyd Banks was trying to get my man yeah. Joe, Joe Button out of the retirement, which yeah. and you know how I feel about Joey. Which Joe talks all that trash about how people spit, but you quote unquote retired. Yeah, well, show like, us how it's done. The one I think that Joe should should hop on if they do, if he doesn't, I like break me down, break me down. Yeah, I was like that sounds like a. With everything that's going on in Joe's life, that sounds like the perfect song for Joe to just get on. Like niggas talking about accounting, I got women coming up with all these harassments. I'm out here trying to be just going. I was like, break me down. Sound like the perfect song for Joe to just get in and just spit. Yeah, the vent, the vent. Yeah, so I was like, hey. yeah, I always tell you that's what he, that's what Joe Butt really needs. He needs to vent. For real, yeah. for real. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but um, oh, another thing. Um, before I, before we finish, like actual review, there's one thing that me and you have complained about when it comes to new music. Lloyd Banks did something we ain't seen in a while. It was actually an hour. Yeah. I am so used to projects being like 30, 40 something minutes. Yeah, every song was he because he he said he was like, Yeah, every song is 16 bars. He's like, every song is three verses. Every song is three minutes long. We ain't doing that. Oh, I do a verse. It's the hook. And then my feature do a verse. And then that's it. He was like, no, nah, every song is three verses. We're giving it to you. Every, every verse is at least 16 bars. <laughs> Man, that's what made it a, a good listen. Um, Like I said, no disrespect to the rest of the albums I'm about to name that I really enjoyed. One even dropped today that I'm going to talk about and then download it straight to my phone because I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> you were mad that you told me about it. one of my favorite artists. He's like, you know, he dropped something. I was like, man, it's already pre-uploaded on my thing. Dog. Once it dropped, it's coming straight to my phone. And that's Orange Print, uh, Larry June. Yeah, I was, like, was going to uh, check that out. It was actually uh, uh, just within 
the last few hours, I noticed that it was more stuff that dropped. Uh, Sky Zoo dropped a new joint. Uh, yep. The dude you told me about that just dropped a new song with Wale. Pac-Man, the gunman, he dropped the EP. Um, Man, okay, uh, okay. I'm going to hit, look, you ran by, you ran by Pac-Man, you ran by Pac-Man, the gunman. Uh, uh, future episode coming up very, very soon. We're going to talk about West Coast rappers, but I'm always going to root for those guys over there on All Money in um, records, especially how they're holding it down um, after the passing of Nip a couple years ago. Um, With Jay Stone, Jay Stone, and brothers. Guap Dad is definitely one of my choices for my current favorite West Coast. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Mine too. Um, but yeah, those guys out there, Jay Stone, Pac Man, yeah, they doing their thing. Um, yeah, I can't wait to dive into that EP to, to really check them out because you know I saw the Wale feature and I was like, oh, I'm I'm already so <laughs> I probably listened to Wale joint probably like five times last week. <laughs> yeah, me too because you sent it to me and I was like, oh man, I told you you were solid. And then of course I've, I got hype my own guys up, man. We gonna hype. Look, uh, Josh is a moon. I've just been a Wale fan since 2010, tw- probably 2008, 2009. I gotta think about the first tape i ever heard i'm it was it had to be 0708 had to be oh i'm a moon affiliate that's how i'm gonna put myself i've been listening to him forever <laughs> like he's been my guy uh he ain't, he ain't let me down yet so yeah but get going with your list so we can like, see um, what you're missing it's like filling the gaps uh let's see yeah the the new meg joint dropped today uh thought shit which Hey, just you know, Ben, I was like, yeah, we had we had somebody that's affiliated with her on on our uh uh our podcast. You know, shout out to the Music Impulse podcast. Um, but the I album always the, forget the, the album was was lackluster. wasn't really feeling it. But this dot shit, I I was like, okay, she she came out spitting, and it, I was like, this is this is hard. Like, I, I, I got to listen to it again. Um, I like the, the video. The, the, oh yeah, <laughs> that video. Oh my god, I was I was traumatized with the way the video ended with my man with the way his lips. I was like, oh yeah, I feel traumatized just watching that at the like, end. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I can't see you. I did a. <laughs> what did I just? Yeah, like, man. <laughs> yeah, I had to blink twice. I was like, yo, did, does his mouth look like? Oh my god, I was like, so I am. You know what I did? I, <laughs> That messed me up so bad. I was on TikTok for like 30 minutes afterwards trying to get my mind off of <laughs> Yeah. I literally was like, I need to listen to something else to get my mind off of <laughs> what I just saw. This I was like, that was wild. <laughs> I just let I just let I was like, man, I don't even care what these TikToks about. I'm just gonna let them run. <laughs> oh, but uh, and then another song I, I listened to a bunch of times today. Tiger, my man Tiger keeps a summer banger. He keeps a summer banger, and he came with a can't new... Can't stand him, but you right. I can't yeah. stand him, but you are very correct. Splash featuring Moneybag Yo. Yes. <laughs> Who has been... Probably one of the underrated artists of this season. Of Not this season, but this year. Moneybag Yo been putting out some stuff. Yeah. I've been I've been enjoying Moneybag Yo this year. Keep yeah. going. Well, Keisha, I don't know why Like I'm addicted to a song that's about lean, <laughs> but... It's just how he calls Lean Waukesha that just reels me in. I don't know. 
but yeah, besides that, and then you know, of course, the the new Migos Culture Three um dropped mm. today. You know, my guy Takeoff, he's still the best one on on the album. Just from big facts, I, I I listened to it. I was like, yo, my nigga just still just hitting them bar barring these these niggas up. I can't remember what song it was, what bar, but it was like one song. I was like, ooh, that bar was. Oh, it's it, he does it so many times, but it was like one song I just can't remember what it was that I was like, oh, okay, that that was that was super hard. I I, I like the way he he did that, but you know. Speaking of that album, Culture Three, if you're an Apple Music subscriber and you have the AirPods, or you just have like me, the Beat Power Beats Pros or something like that, you can experience the album. With Dolby Atmos. And Dolby Atmos is like a new stereo system. It, I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, I forgot what it was called. What was it called? The atmosphere mode or something that App, um, AirPod uses said that they have for like movies and things like that. Now mm-hmm. they've put it on certain records and things on Apple Music. Spatial audio, pretty much. Like instead of just hearing it in your ears, you could hear it up top and front, so on and so forth. So listening to the album was actually pretty good. Um, it was so good that I played back Drake's verse and got mad about CLB all over again. Because oh, like, <laughs> it hit it hit harder than the first time I listened to it, just like playing in the background in the morning, and I heard it again with the Dolby Atmos, and I was like. You really giving us these epic guest verses, but you won't give us an album. This is sick because it sounds like a Drake song. That's what made me more mad. Yeah, and it's, um, like, <laughs> it's, it's coming now. Like, come on, Drake, I need you to go ahead and just drop this bad boy. We need give us something because it's like, yo, we need we need him. Um, you know, Scissors about to drop. Yeah. Um, yeah. who else is like an outside person? We know. Uh, like they gonna have people up in the clubs. It's like, yo, it's summertime, so we need that. That yeah, we need the outside music for sure. Yeah. So and it's like Drake. I'm trying to be in in, in the club, you know, uh, singing some 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 bars or uh, rapping some some bars about, you know, maybe like, yo, these bitches think I'm the best, but you know they can't touch me or something. I'm yeah, it is. But uh, what is it? What is about uh Culture Three that I like? The things I like, I love the features and I love certain songs. The only thing I hate when they do it, I hate when they, I mean, culture is supposed to be like a little time capsule of the time, but like vaccine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like getting money. Yeah. Doing that, and, uh, Quarant- yeah, quarantine. Quarantine. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the features. Like I said, we said Drake was on there. Cardi, um, Cardi was on there. Uh, I'm future juice world pop smoke young boy, but you know, the most random collab that I liked because I don't know what it is when these two entities come together, when the Migos and the Beebs and Beebs come together, them songs be fire. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because when I saw it, I was like, ooh, Beebs is on the Migos. I was like, I see, I know like that y'all do the Khaled thing, or and then y'all been on like the Beebs album, but 
I was like, I don't know how this is gonna sound, but I was like, oh damn, this is this is good. I told you, <laughs> this is fire. I oh, played man. that one back. I was, I was like, I was like, damn. I mean, y'all probably shouldn't, y'all probably shouldn't have did about to turn this off at that moment. But nah, nah, nah. Go back and listen to Intentions and tell me you didn't like that song. And then, and then <laughs> especially that uh that Quavo verse, because you know with everything going on with me right now, and that 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 verse had me kind of reminiscing. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, something about when the Migos get with Justin Bieber, they be making magic up in there. That's a cool little uh, Ebony and Ivory combo right there. I like mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, the album was pretty good for a first listen. Like I said, the Dolby Atmos um, feature really made it, like, incredible to listen to. I wish all the albums I listened to today had that, but... Definitely made Culture 3 a banker. Mm-hmm. So maybe my next listen, maybe my next listen, I may not say that, but as of right now, Culture 3 actually, it was worth the wait. Yeah, de- definitely was. But also, random side note I saw earlier, I meant to tell you, our guy Juicy J dropped a, a new single uh, and announced that he's coming out with a deluxe edition of the THC album that he can't, that he got, so... I'm looking forward to because uh, I think the original version was 17 tracks and the new version is going to be 25 tracks. So I was like, I'm I'm interested to listen to that because you know if y'all listen to our yearly wrap up from last year in 2020, that definitely was one of my favorite albums of 2020. So I hate that he's doing a deluxe edition like six, eight months, whatever, how many months into the summer, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> into the year, yeah. but if it if it flows still like the first the first one with all the production that he did on on the on the first version, I I know I won't be disappointed with this new deluxe version with twenty five tracks. Even though twenty five tracks is it's just a whole lot, but I'm still intrigued to hear what it sound like because the the new joint actually has a feature from you know. R.I.P. Um, what's what's my man's name? That was part of the group that died. Um, uh, infamous. Uh, 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 Lord Infamous. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, ain't that? Yeah, Lord. Infamous. Lord Infamous. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the 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 new the new joint is called. Take it, and it features Rico Nasty and, and uh, a new verse from Lord Infamous. So, uh, I, I heard that, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay. And then uh, he said that Cash Cash Pay, you know, Dallas representative, she she gonna be on the on the deluxe edition. So I can't wait to hear what that sound like. <laughs> Ooh, that segue. That was a beautiful segue, sir. Speaking of Dallas artists, uh, Pleasant Grove's own. Bobby Sessions dropped Manifest today. Yeah, I can't wait to check that out. I still got to check that one out. I, can't I wait. checked it out because uh, I believe you the one that sent me that he was working on Ross. Yeah. So, yeah, Penthouse Prayers is definitely one of my favorite songs. Um, he it, it was dope. Like I said, I just listened to it. I wish, again, it came in Dolby Atmos, but it had the other, like, Apple Digital Master and stuff like that. But anyway. Um, he has Benny the Butcher, uh, Lecrae, of course, Rick Ross. Yeah, it's pretty solid features. And like I said, I'm always going to root for him. Um, 
little little known fact. Um, I was at, I think, yeah, it, no, no, I don't think I know. His going away party before he moved to um California was at off the record in Deep Ellum. Oh wow. I went. But then I left because I tell you the same thing about all Dallas cats. Dallas is more Hollywood than Hollywood is. So yeah, yeah. I made my round, said hello, um, came back home. <laughs> Dapped up, yeah, did my daps. All right, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah, man, Shaw, what you doing here? I'm uh, just chilling. And I left. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, like no shade. That ain't no shade. That's just your real talk. And like I said, um, it was cool when he was here. He'd always do local shows and stuff like that. So I got to see Bobby Sessions open up for a lot of people, plus have his own concerts here. So it's good seeing him do good. So mm-hmm. Grammy like said, Award winning artist. Grammy you know, Award winning, yeah. You know, writing for folks like Meg The Stallion. So yeah, Bobby Sessions, yeah, he got something. He definitely putting on for the city. So like I said, go check out uh, Bobby Sessions. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Probably in the morning when I when I head to the gym. Yeah, manifest. Yeah, manifest is solid. You gonna like it. I'm not saying it because he's from here. I'm saying because it's true. So yeah, because I like that last project he had. Um, uh, I know it was like the third part of like a series he got. I forgot what it's yeah, called. Yeah, he was on coming. Yeah, he was on coming to America too. Uh, he was on coming to America soundtrack for people who need to know. Revolution he was revolution, yeah. Yeah, I like that that third one. So for everybody wondering who Bobby Sessions is, you probably heard Bobby Sessions on the Coming to America soundtrack. Uh for the for the locals who don't know. You know yeah. So but anyway, uh what who else? Who else dropped something? Um that's all I really I, that's all that I really checked out. I have, a lot of I just haven't got a chance to really dive into the albums. Just I just saw that they dropped something, so Stuff I mentioned is like at least the stuff that I I did here. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, what little uh back to sports for a second. This is gonna be real short because I want to talk about Loki a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I want to announce what we got to announce at the end. Okay, so Dak and Luca got have something else in common besides playing for Dallas and. Basically, people blaming them for yeah. losses as if coaches and other people don't. Anyway, uh, <laughs> supporting cast members. And I was like, I got a lot. Like, I'm sorry for both of them now. Um, but yeah, uh, Rain Dakota used to be Team Adidas. Like I always I say, like- one of the most prolific things he ever did to me was. When he wore the Yeezy cleats in a game, that was the sickest thing in the world to me. I was like, "Oh snap!" I did. So that's how he announced he was with Adidas in the first place. He wore Yeezy cleats game like his first game with him. Now we may see some retros turned into cleats or something like that with Jordan Brand. Not only is he signed with Jordan Brand as a, the quarterback, is also Going to be the highest paid football player on the brand. Wow, nice. Okay, my man Dak. I'm hoping to see some really, really dope um, Cowboys cleats on his feet. I can't wait for the picks. 
It better, it better be dope. He better not have like some regular like Team Jordans, <laughs> cleats slapped on him. I'm like, bruh. I said, Luca, man, Luca got better Jordan PEs, <laughs> Jordan 35 PEs than this, man. Come on. I don't even like the Jordan 35. It's like, come on, man. You got to show up and show out. Because every other Jordan cleat I've ever seen from Jordan athletes have been pretty dope. Like, they use Jordan 11s. They use Jordan 9s, things like that. So, it's always been clean. So, like I said, I'm hoping to see some. Maybe we're also going to see more Cowboys influenced colorways when it comes to Jordan shoes. So, I have something to wear to the games. Speaking of which, if y'all have seen our timeline in the last few days, um, Josh brought up a throwback. Oh yeah, man! I like the, the well. I can't say our first game. Yeah, uh, it was the only game. It was the only game we went to together. And then, uh, yeah, we've been to AT and T Stadium like plenty yeah. of times with each other. But we, yeah, that was our first game. Like the first time we actually went for a Cowboys game. <laughs> yeah, because I think. Cause that was the one I got the uh, free t- free tickets from the radio station. Yeah, cause I'm yeah. like the rest of I was like the rest of time we went was like Kickspo. Uh, we went for the draft. Yeah, um, a couple other times. <laughs> Can't remember, but yeah, I know those like the main things I know for a fact we went for. So yeah, was, yeah, that was a cool picture. Speaking of Cowboys, we might pop up see what Dak wearing on the field. We might pop up this season. No depends fit. on well, it depends on get rid of these old heads, put the young bulls in. <laughs> we we sell because they because they did sign it. What, yep. What's happening? What's uh-huh. happening? Wait a minute. Don't tell me my homegirl got us bad bunny tickets. Bye bunny. Because I wanted to I want to go say bye bunny. Bye bunny. Bad enough, uh, cut this part out, obviously, but bad enough, like my chemical romance. Well, now nah, you keep this in, I don't care. Um, <laughs> bad enough, like I had we bought tickets to go see my chemical romance, and my chemical romance keeps pushing the days back. Yeah, so I, I can't go. Like I said, I just want to be look, I just want uh, high school me to finally see him. <laughs> I want high school me to finally see my chemical romance. I was so, I was so excited. <laughs> I, I love them. I love them when I was like in like grade. I'm about to say grade nine, like I'm Canadian, like ninth grade. <laughs> which, which reminds me, uh, I just thought about that as you said it. I was like, oh, another uh, event that I got tickets to that keeps, well, it's been pushed back to November of this year, but I bought tickets to the Martin Lawrence concert, uh, comedy show. Oh, yeah, I was supposed I, to go. Yeah, I just I just realized that I was I was like, oh yeah. Now it's been pushed back to what November of this year. Yep. Yeah. I was like, huh. Gotta figure out some, someone to take now. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know my, my look. I might look. I might asking us like switch a seat. Like, yeah, I don't want to sit next to dude. Can I? No, I'm playing. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But anyway, um, a few little things we're gonna touch on, and then we're gonna make the announcement. We're gonna make. Um, Versus, as we like to call it here on the show, the Versus is back. Um, we get Bow Weezy as my dog drinks water. Uh, we get Bow Wizzle and Draco, aka it's soldier. The contracts have been signed, the contracts have been signed. Somebody was mad, 
<laughs> and you know who was mad. And it was so lame that he was mad about this. Oh, you talking about Romeo? Man, when he was mad, I thought it was so lame. I was like, bro, you only got like four songs. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was going to be a 20 and 0. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. What were you going to win with? <laughs> I said, man, this ain't the screen tour, bro. Yeah, I'm like, you ain't going to do a sit and leave. You got to. <laughs> this is a versus. You got to have a, a catalog of music. Yeah, so what like, you going to do? Play your dad's hits? What are you going to do? Because, <laughs> hey, it's like at, at the end of the, like, yeah, it's a fun event, but, bro, at the end of the day, it's business. And. Yeah. The business ain't gonna look good of of Bow Wow versus Romeo <laughs> over Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. There it is. Soldier Boy is always an entertaining watch, just in an interview. So you know. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, <gasps> that's what it is. We're going to Bad Bunny. Yes. Anyway, um, Bad Bunny. We're going to say Bad Bunny. I already got my uh, Damian Priest Bad Bunny WrestleMania shirt. Would you know that? <laughs> so that's why I'm wearing the concert. Anyway, um, Romeo, Romeo, really mad. I still remember that weird. Cause see, this is the thing. This is like okay. I always talk about this. Now you are definitely a Shad Moss fan. Oh yeah, I always say that that was the very first city I ever bought with my own money. Was a Bow Wow CD. Um, Mia, friend of the show, my dog, my homie, my best friend, not named Andrew, is a Bow Wow fan. But she knows. She says, I don't know why you so closeted like you don't love Bow Wow. She's like, Shy, you know you happy about this. I said, yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy. I need to pull up the picture. I'm going to ask my mom. Because she used to take my cousins to the Scream Tour. And they got this stupid picture of them in front of this airbrush photo of B2K. <laughs> <laughs> they used to so, so Bow Wow, B2K, and all that stuff like that. Like how we love Maybach O. She yeah. was a fan of Maybach O too back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I told her about it. She was like, uh, I'll probably watch it. I said, you know you are. <laughs> you know you're going to watch that too, Ma. <laughs> That's Auto screen tours you went to. I said, Yeah, you deserve to yourself to watch it. <laughs> yeah, especially because I was we were supposed to go to that thing, but it got canceled because you know coronavirus and all that. Yeah, so yeah, they were bringing it back. Yeah, yep. Because I, I originally bought tickets and then they re refunded everybody all their money because coronavirus. Coronavirus, it's real, but anyway, I, I was excited to go to that concert too, but nah, but look. Romeo, like I said, you, he better equip for that. You better equip for that, my boy. Uh, now nah, I ain't gonna call him what I call been calling everybody else for the week. Uh, you more equip for that, my baby. Calm down, my baby. Calm down with the anger, my baby. <laughs> what you doing, my baby? I don't know if you uh watched the Bow Wow Ray J interview on Breakfast Club this week, which if you haven't. That one is, is very hilarious. It it, it was amazing. Um, Bow actually an, uh, alluded to the fact that they're gonna have special guests during their battle. He was like, "Hey, me and Soldier also bringing out some some special guests during our verses that niggas want want to see on verses, but may not have a catalog or oh man, like a rap." <laughs> Yeah, we, 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 we. Uh, talk to my man. Hey, SOD money, go bring SOD money. 
My nigga A-Rod used to be my, my favorite back in the day. I used to be like, yo, this nigga about to blow up. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I said, he bring, bring SOD money guy reunion. We finna get it. He think he, he, in his mind, it's like the Atlanta Wu-Tang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Bob gonna bring out the, the whole L- LBW, ENT. Uh, what's my man from Holes? Because, uh, you know, at one time he was, he was signing up Bow Wow. Oh man! Oh man! I'm trying to think who you talking about. Uh, you know he always doing like all the little funny shit on on Instagram and shit now nowadays. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't think of his name, but you know who I'm talking about—the black dude from Holes. Uh, oh yeah, he did. Man, he still tried to rap. Uh, he just tried to rap a few years ago. Um, why do I only remember him as uh his name in Holes? <laughs> that's not his real name, so I'm trying. Hold on, hold on. Cleo Thomas. Yeah, Cleo Thomas. Yeah, yeah, because he, he he was signed to Powerball back in the day. <laughs> Literally, like I said, he he uh spit uh he spit zero because that was his name in the yeah <laughs> yeah zero. Oh man, but yeah, they they say they're gonna bring some some special guests. So I'm thinking they're gonna probably do it kind of. Reminiscent of the hey, 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 hey. Speaking, of Thomas, speaking of Cleo Thomas, he brought up something that I didn't know people didn't know. And then we're gonna get and then we'll keep on talking about the verses. Y'all do know that kind of like in a Marvel-esque fashion, that after holes, Cleo Thomas talked at the end, right? <laughs> <laughs> He mentioned it on TikTok and I laughed. I said, Yeah, he said, People have never seen this. He said, because somebody reacted to my I've never seen this before. I guess they were watching on Disney Plus or something. Mm-hmm. He said, Y'all never saw that? And I said, It felt like I had the Mandela effect. Like, y'all didn't like, oh my God, like nobody has ever seen this before. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna have to, see, I'm gonna have to go yeah. back and rewatch it. <laughs> yeah. If if not, I'll probably just send it to you after this recording. But anyway, <laughs> back to the verses. Yeah, the, this is this, like I said. I just hope they perform. This is the weirdo of me. I just hope they perform Marco Marco Polo or something like that. I wish they showed the stupid videos that when they was beefing. <laughs> Please show them videos. They were so lame, but they wow. were hilarious. Because I said I am. If I'm beefing with Bow Wow. I'm knocking on his door, bro. I'm like, what's good, bro? <laughs> I ain't gonna let you be on my space talking crazy about me. Yeah, I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hope so, but I was like, I think they might bring out Chris Breezy. I think they might bring. I him hope up. they do. I really hope they do. Because when he said, when he said people that they want to see, I'm like, yo, if anybody who could bring Chris Brown out, I think it would be Bow Wow. Like, hey, it would be Bow Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Or so or Draco. Speaking of Draco, this is what I wanted to bring up too. Speaking of like TikTok and all this stuff. The Sway Lee Drake. See, that would be a great moment. Drake. And then Drake really walk out. Oh, that'd be so awesome. But who got the juice? (laughs) Who got the juice? Timbaland. Yeah, Yeah, because you know he ain't cool with Swiss. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Timbaland. That's about it. Say some remix, you know what I'm saying? Say some to 2021. But yeah. anyway, no, nah, the Sway Lee and Soldier Boy videos have been so funny to me. 
I'm the first rapper to do this. I'm the first rapper. To ever, <laughs> I'm the first rapper to ever have more to combat in this house. <laughs> like those have been hilarious. So yes, I wouldn't be surprised man. if like Ray Strumman or at least just Sway Lee by himself come out. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. And like they do it all over again. Like I'm the first rapper to be on verses with another rapper. That, <laughs> like, that would be hilarious to me because I think those videos are funny. Yeah. But or yeah. Even, or even like at the end, he announced like, yo, new soldier boy single featuring Ray Shrimmer or Elise Sway Lee or some some shit. I'm about to perform the new joint. Here they go, right here. Coming out on stage. This has to build up to something. Cause I'm like, y'all been doing these videos for about a good month and a half. Or a remix to his joint, uh, uh, she make it clap. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that that has made it. No one knows the verses, but hey, we all know that hook. He gonna... he has went from ringtones to TikTok. That yep. we, we look, I, I mocked the game system, but that boy genius. Yep, he know how, look. He know how to make money, boy. I tell you that right now. But the other versus. Now you talk. Now I know I mentioned my chemical romance in ninth grade me, but ten year old me was sitting up there like, Ooh, I was so excited for this before. Ten year old, I was excited, boy. I was up there like, oh, that's a pretty ladies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Trina and Eve. He oh, said, I, "I felt a little tingly sensation." I man. did, boy. That sh- them, them, them videos. <laughs> them videos that grew, grew a brother up. <laughs> he said, I, I, I wanted to be them paw prints. <laughs> you wanted you to this day. You probably was like, How does I know all these Eve verses? Like, I was telling you about songs that Eve did with DMX and stuff. You're like, What? I said, She showed up on TV. <laughs> she looked good. There was nothing else. <laughs> there, was nothing else going there was nothing else you could tell me. I was memorizing verses. <laughs> if she ever needed, look, if she, you know how they use those inner ears mm-hmm. at an Eve concert, if she doing some throwbacks, give me the mic. I'll do them all. <laughs> how do you know? I said, did you see yourself back in the day? <laughs> you look so good. I remember everything you said. <laughs> That reminds me one time I was listening to the locks on It's the Real podcast and they was asking them about um back in the day, like the uh, the concerts and the after parties, and they were like, Yeah, what was the concerts uh like they they're like, Man, the concerts wasn't fun. It was like it was a sausage fest. They're like the only female that would be <laughs> there would be Eve. <laughs> they're like the concerts wasn't that they're like, we don't try to have no after party because all it is just them is the same niggas and Eve, <laughs> like there it is. They're like nothing to get. They're like it was a fun time, but no. They're like Rough Rider after parties and concerts were not <laughs> the move. They're like we when I to- tell you when it came to Rough Riders, I f- I forgot that D Block the Locks was a part of the Rough Riders, bro. I said if you ain't DMX or Eve, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line. <laughs> it's just the tip to the one that be spitting these hard bars and just this beautiful woman right here with Philadelphia. <laughs> the bull sk- the bulldog in a skirt. Let me tell yeah. you. The pit bull in a skirt. I'm sorry. Uh so ooh, but yeah, and then Trina. Mm, diamond diamond Princess. princess. Uh. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. 
just think about like how so, so many niggas that just dropped the ball, including Wayne. Like Wayne, nigga, you, you man, bruh. What uh, what's my man, King and Martin, you, bruh? Man, put it. Had the lips and everything. Look, this is, look, that's what I'm saying. That's how you knew. That was the day I realized, like, I am not tripping. This man was on the nets with some lips on the neck from Trina. <laughs> Hooping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He said, I'm bringing you to Azar Center, Center. You feel me? So, yeah, that's how I knew it was real. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one because, like I said, I, I'm joking about how, how beautiful these women are. But they put out some classics. Eve and Trina put out some classics. Like, nah. Um. I still joke about that song, her and Trick. Man, and Trina better bring Trick Montana, he, he dropped the ball. Oh, man, I don't know. A whole bunch of goofies messed up yeah. with Trina. But anyway, yeah. and then Eve, I don't like talking about that on mic. You know, I, I told you on my, off mic. I was like, dang. But he rich, so I can't. Hey, wealthy. I'm sorry. He's wealthy, so I can't. What can yeah. I say? And she got him for at least 18 years now. At first, I thought she was going to play stepmom forever, but, you know. No. Love is blind. But anyway. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) okay, okay, okay. Um, But, yeah, like, when y'all see what these ladies pull out, like, I feel like Gwen Stefani might pop out for Blow Your Mind. Like I said, I think Trick might come out at least for Nan or something. Yeah. Uh, the one person will be funny if she brought him out because it's such an obscure song. If she brought the boss, Ricky Rose out. Ooh. Huh? That song is so old. Yeah, I do. I'd be la- I don't even think he ra- look. I don't even think he can rap like that anymore. I was like, <laughs> and it, and he looks so like. Him then versus the way he looks now is like who like you forget like that's the same nigga. <laughs> that is the same man. That was I forgot what he was even going by there. It wasn't even Rick Ross did. Oh yeah, yeah. well yeah yeah, uh, yeah like, he was Rick Ross I think because he said it in the song. Uh, but now before that he he went by something else. Oh the Teflon Don. I think he, yeah he's gonna call it the Teflon Don. Yeah, but he had barely went by Rick Ross by then. But I, like I said, he don't even rap like that no more. He couldn't even rap that fast. If his life depends, he'd have to practice. He will be talking like this. And I'm like, that's not how you wrapped it on the All About the Benjamin soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you that's not how you wrapped it. It wasn't new rose. That was young hungry rose. He, he, didn't like, have, <laughs> he was like, this is a 2021 remix version. <laughs> yeah, because he had to slow it down. <laughs> he had to slow it down. I was like, you were spitting like your life depended on it. Uh, but yeah, this is the this that's not the rose that owns 60 cars. That's the rose that they probably owned 10, 20 cars. Cause he was out because he said not only was I hustling, I was rapping from state to state. Again, I'm probably gonna mention this every time I talk about Rick Ross on this show. If you every time we making these, like y'all may feel they are inside just something like that. Read the book Hurricanes, where he talks about this stuff. Again, one of my favorite books because Rick Ross, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's very, it's a very good hustler story. It's not cryptic like Decoded by Jay Z. It's very straight to the point. So, uh, last but not least. 
Last but not least, we have two announcements. The, pa- the Patron is coming. The Patron is coming. The Patron is coming. Patron, Patreon, 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 Patreon. We're doing it big. We're doing it big. But yeah. Yeah. Basically, y'all finna look. We really see who really rocking with us. And y'all gonna look like real goofies to me if y'all can't pay these prices. One dollar. Three dollars. Five dollars. A month. We don't ask for much. This helps us not, you know, we love doing a remote. Because it's easier access for us to just crank out these episodes. But we like studio, in-studio guests. We want to have more on there. But, say, it's, it's costly. Give y'all some, some fresh um, visuals and all that stuff? Yeah, we want to go ahead and get them videos out. Y'all keep asking. We, we're trying to work on that, too. Um, but, yeah, like I said, the dollar tier... You like us, you rock with us. The three dollar tier, same thing as the first one. But what do they get with the uh, three dollar tier, sir? Y'all gonna get the first dibs when we finally drop that merch, merch on deck, and it will be actually at the end of this year for real, for real this time. Uh, like yep. I said, the kinks have been worked out in terms of business and things like that to where yes there will be merch actually yeah um, we'll, we'll give you like maybe like a exclusive code or something or like yeah maybe, maybe like a super discount or something like that for you know just rocking with or something for that first oh, one God. that first one um i've seen both of our handwriting so don't ask for a handwritten letter we might find somebody we know <laughs> good handwriting and write a handwritten like say like we'll sign them, but they'll be like, they did not write this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't want us. Y'all don't want them from us. Uh, <laughs> now I want no handwritten notes from us. Um, well, like, yeah, we will personalize it. What, what it say? I, oh, I'm I, sorry. Are they <laughs> out? Like, no, no uh, I was like, it's just like a thank you. I don't know. <laughs> look, look, mom will have thank you. Looks like fuck you for some reason. <laughs> look, in parentheses, you'll just see like an all like I'll write in all capital letters. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made I forced you to read this. Um, and then I'll sign it. But uh yeah, like first on the merch drop and five dollars. Sometimes, like I said, how we do it sometimes we'll we'll run through something knowing that it may not even be like actually researched or it might not be accurate. Instead of you being like, oh, they ain't right. We will have an exclusive Patreon-only show. Where we will run through things that we ourselves were like, oh, man, we forgot to mention this. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, man, this is more, we're going to go into more details about this. Or, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, we said we like this album, but this is exactly why we like this album. So you'll, you get extra content with the $5. We promise it will be real content. We're not going to sit there and be like, Paying for five dollars and you never get an exclusive from us. We're gonna make sure we crank out these babies. So yeah, 
take the Migos album, for example, we might we we could have did like a extra episode where we really just sit down for like maybe thirty minutes and and listen to that um album. Yep. And run through it. So you're gonna get stuff like that. Um also if Drake ever drops CLB, you know we Oh, we were definitely gonna talk. Yeah, CLB would definitely be an exclusive because because I will be venting my frustration of how it took forever in a day for him to drop it. And then I'll talk about the album. So yeah, y'all definitely gonna get some stuff like that. Um because I'm gonna be mad. If it's not quality, it's gonna be like oh, just- if it's a whole bunch of singles we've already heard, yeah, I'm gonna be mad. Um, <laughs> or guess or like some of these guest verses end up on there. I'm like, really, really? Like that Migos song, like I said, sound like a Drake song. I feel like that was a Drake throwaway, <laughs> and he just said Migos just hop on it. Um, but yeah, like we're gonna have that. I'm still working out the kinks on the subscriptions. For Apple Podcasts. We're going to tell y'all right now. I bet it's going to be a buck. Everything we do going to be like, come on, bro. You got $2. You got a dollar. We just asking for some love so we can keep bringing this content to y'all. Like I said, y'all love the music impulse. We appreciate that. Um, For those who love us, we appreciate that too. Um... I hope I don't bite my. I hope I don't really shoot myself in the leg with this, but I am meeting up with my boy. Um, to talk about the site, we're gonna run through it. Um, next week, so hopefully that's soon. I pray that the six month wait is officially over by next week because we meeting face to face. So I really do hope so. Uh, cool, cool, big business. Yeah, so we, we try to make these moves, but it's not cheap. Big bag talk. We're not really sitting there asking for a lot of money. Uh, we just asking for, hey, y'all want more fire guests? Um, y'all want, like I said, we want to be back in the studio. We just need a real reason to be back in the studio. I mean, we cool with this. We definitely cool with this, but we need to, but we love that studio too. We love having y'all come through. Get the impression um, vibes and stuff. Yeah, fellow fellow creatives and so on and so forth. Yeah, so we miss all of that. So yeah, this is just y'all chipping in, telling us, hey, we want y'all to keep going. Here's a dollar, here's two dollars, here's this, and here's that. And at the end of the day, guess what? You get the first drop on the merch. And then in 2022, everybody else gonna get it. But guess what? You walking into 2022 with your stuff already. You already hit the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just showing everybody, hey man, look at it. I got this music impulse on. I got this shopper smiles on. I got this Uncle Urban on. Man, I thought that they said 2022 for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that three five dollar tier put me ahead of the game. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just proud to announce that we're gonna have that set up soon. Um, don't expect it right when you hear this, but um in the next few weeks, look out for that. And like I said, June starting June fifteenth, they're gonna have Apple Podcast subscriptions. I still need to work out the technical stuff on that because they just look. I'm gonna give y'all behind the scenes game on this. They just sending you emails talking about it in detail, but it's not really detailed. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was like I read it and I was like, I'm still confused. <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, because they sent, of course, because um, our podcast is ran through my 
um account email account on uh apple so <laughs> they said that to me and i'm still like okay so the uploads i what do, what do i do like do i have to upload to a different thing like how am i how is this subscription based so yeah, once i figured that like- out I was like, I'm I, I already subscribed to all these podcasts, right? Now. That's what I'm saying. Now they're gonna chart. Look, <laughs> how bad do you want to still be on top of it? You know what I'm saying? How bad you still want the podcast, man? <laughs> Five dollars, nine ninety nine. How bad you want? So, yeah. So yeah, those are our two major announcements. If you listen to the end, but uh, yeah, like that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening to the end. We had a good time. I told y'all this is my flu game. Y'all didn't hear me cough. Y'all didn't hear me <gasps> or nothing on this. I've been literally using this beekeeper's natural throat spray and drinking water, and I made it through this two hours. Yeah, so we, we definitely went longer than uh, I expected us to, to make. I told you. I was, I, was like, oh, I, was like, I was like, my man might be able to survive like an hour and a half or so. Man, I told you. <laughs> Look, <laughs> to a certain part of the audience, I told you. Two hours, baby. I'm just saying. Um. <laughs> All right. It's your boy Smiles, and this has been another episode of Shaw versus Smiles. So don't forget to follow me at JW Smiles on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the music impulse at M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. And then don't forget, of course, to follow this podcast at Shot versus Smiles on Instagram and Twitter at Shot. V-S-S-M-I-L-E-Z, Shot versus Smiles. And then, Shot, go ahead, give them your socials. All right. You want to argue about Mavericks and my conspiracy theories? Uh, Shot Miller 13 on Twitter. Um, you can f- find me at Shot Miller on Instagram. I don't really use Instagram much. Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. See, that's my one cough. That's my one cough right there. Because um, now, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to feel it. But anyway. Um, yeah, you can follow me on there again to Josh's di- um, new discovery that I don't really be on Instagram like I used to. I think I'll post one picture and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, now for the Uncle Urban, the Uncle Urban everywhere. Um, I can finally say this with confidence, like how everybody, like, uh, be saying Google me. You can literally put in Uncle Urban, and like the podcast will pop up. Um, I'll pop up for sure. So you can do that. Um, what else? Like I said, the UncleUrban.com coming soon. Coming soon. Um, I know I've been saying that for a while, but like I said, I'm actually gonna be face to face with my web guy, and I want to be able to put this WNBA content on the site. I'm ready to be. I'm ready to be amongst, uh, you know, the the ladies of the WNBA. See some good basketball for once. Not a whole bunch of crying and complaining. You will be surprised. That is not amongst. That's not amongst the women league. That's amongst the man league. All that complain, all that crying and complaining. <laughs> so, I get to just see good basketball <laughs> this summer. So. Like I said, appreciate everybody for supporting us. Like I said, I'm glad y'all listened to these long ones because we look, like I said, we now that we had the freedom to just 
go back and forth is going, you know, it's going good. So this is episode four, and we are out of here. Cute.